Hello, welcome back to the Mr. Arsenal podcast. Another live match reaction where we go over the weekend's match. And this week it was a Palace after the international, well, say international, I don't think international break, it's bloody winter break, what they call it. As you can see, I'm joined by Liam, who did survive Saturday's first out in after a month. How are you doing, Liam? Yeah, not bad, mate, not bad. I'm, I only just about um, survived it. Um, mega hangover on Sunday. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I blew the candle both ends, didn't I? As you, as per usual. Make um, up lost time. <laughs> yeah, but obviously I, I turned back up and the goals turned back up as well, which was a good thing. Yeah, so basically, if you didn't have the operation, we'll be, we'll be top of the league still. <laughs> it's basically what I, I, I don't like to say. I don't like to say it. <laughs> we know help comes first and all that, but yeah. Me and Gary, as I always say, me and Gary were doing the watch song. We was like, half time, do we do we FaceTime Liam and make sure he's okay? Because we're tuning <laughs> up, we know what you're like, are celebrating. <laughs> yeah, um, I had to, I had to, I, I'm, I'm still a bit conscious on Saturday, so I had to kind of um, curb it a little bit. Yeah, definitely curb it. Oh, dear, fair enough. But uh, as you say, you go back, we got the goals, we got the win, we kept the pressure on Liverpool. And obviously City as well, and put the city, put the pressure back on City as well because they've got their game. They've still got a game in hand over us, which is against Brentford. And Tony's back doing what Tony does best, apparently. Yep. Um, but obviously, yeah. So we'll get, we'll get your thoughts on it first. Obviously, you're at the game. What was the atmosphere like first off going out, the build up to it, and you said um, sort of agree with it. it would, the score sort of flattered us in one sense because it wasn't like. a when you hit a 5 0, it's usually like we, the winning team, they've dominated from the get go. They have merited the 5 0. It didn't feel like a 5 0 in the sense of the performance. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, Jonesy was sitting next to me and um, some of the lads obviously around us and all that. And that 3 0, I've got to be honest, you, I thought it was a pretty dry game, mate. It's probably, I was bored at times. I'm going to be totally honest, yeah. I don't think. Our performance warranted a five nil. If I'm being if I'm being brutally honest, um, and one of my palace mates kind of hit on the forehead, and he said about the um, Valentine's massacre when we beat them five one, and he went that was an electric for five five one at the time. This was the totally opposite. But what I think we did was, I think we was efficient in terms of what we how we scored the goals. I think we um, brutally exposed Palace. I think they were absolutely dreadful defending set pieces, um, which obviously Gabriel kind of profited on. Um, I know the second one went down as their own goal. And if I'm being really honest, I think the only, the only part in the game that really got me on from my feet before the 90 minutes was obviously the third goal. And we haven't and we haven't seen that kind of counter-attack for a long, long time. And it was because obviously we was ahead and they had to commit players forward to try and get back into the game. Because um, we are basically defending against, we are attacking against a low block at all times. At all times, even on Saturday, we was we was having to attack against a proper low block. And my two concerns from that is, firstly, we haven't got the striker at times to stick it up there and get it to stick, and we're not prolific enough when we get the chances at times to obviously take our chances. But I don't know, and I only think if I'm being totally honest with you. I think the two goals that were scored at the end had a massive adverse effect on um, their fans and supporters putting up their banners. And if you're a player and you mm. see that banner go up, yeah, 
we, we've been there, mate. We've been there. We've we, we've seen it happen at our club. Once that banner went up, mate, I think their players' heads just dropped. And I don't know what they were thinking of in the, in the, in the last two minutes of the game. But to right. go that far high up and let Martinelli expose them like that, I just think that banner absolutely just killed them. It was twice in quick succession as well. Yeah. It was like what the one off and then bang, that was it. It was like bang, bang. Yeah, I think that was all down to that banner going up. I think that banner went up, then players see that, and I just think it it just massively just killed them off. And I think we just profited from them last two goals because of the because of that situation. It weren't a five nil, but it was a five nil. But in, in, in terms of that game, I'm not gonna take too I'm not gonna take too too much out of it. I need to see us respond to, against Nottingham Forest away, which is going to be a hard game. And that's the game where I think this, this set of players will be judged. Well, at least as well, we've got... There is, a, there's again, a, a, ironically, another break between now and that Forest game because of the FA Cup this weekend. So we've got, we're out, obviously, we're out of that. So we've got, literally, we've got another 14 days of prepare for this. So the, the, the knocks, central knocks to Gabriel and uh, Declan. Shouldn't, shouldn't have an effect on us. That game. They should be, hopefully touch wood, both be back in time for that. Touch wood and all that. Don't want to jinx anything, but still. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, another news, and not just to touch on that, actually, uh, Mo Sutter's agent, I don't know if you've seen this, but Mo Sutter's agent has gone on Twitter, aka X tonight, and basically said the injury is far worse than they first feared and he could be out for mm-hmm. 20, uh, 21 to 28 days. The only way he makes back to AFCON is if he has severe um, rehab, coming back to the UK, Liverpool, and then travels back out again. Other than that, no matter what, he's definitely out of our game against Liverpool in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks time. Well, obviously, I didn't expect Salah there, unless obviously Egypt got knocked out anyway. Um, obviously, it's good news to. It's not obviously good news that a player gets injured. I, I don't ever really want to sit, like say get, hearing a player get injured is good, but obviously, hopefully, we can profit from that at some sort. Um, but I'm going to be brutally honest as well about Bournemouth yesterday. They were prophetic in that second yeah. half, and they were absolutely prophetic in that second half. And my my worry is, yeah, right now, I think there's a the league this year has got so many teams that will just bend over to Liverpool. Um, we'll just bend over to decent teams. We've seen we've seen it ourselves sometimes this season. Man City as well. I mean, Man City drop points, but there's a, there's a certain teams that just don't bother. They get. I mean, they're, they're even born with us. It was nil nil at half time. That's the worst thing. It was nil nil. They were in the game. They're, they're causing havoc. They're frustrating the life out of Liverpool. Then they just decided to, as you say, just bend over and go. You know what? We can't be asked today. You have to win. You have to goals. Get your goal difference up as well while you're at it. I think they feared Liverpool just because of the name. I honestly do. Like you look at that Liverpool team, and you think it's not like the Liverpool team of two, three years ago. Do you know what I mean? There was no Salah there. There's no kind of Mane now. I know yeah. obviously Jota scored a couple of goals, and I know they've got some good attacking players and all that. But there was no Trent. They're like, do you know what I mean? Like mm. this ain't the team that they had two, three years ago. And you thought I actually thought that Bournemouth could give them a good game yesterday. But that second half was absolutely pathetic. And when you're like the home team, you expect better. But then again, do I expect better? Because I watched us go to them and we bent them over 4-0. So they've got it in their locker, um, Bournemouth. But I think where, where we've got to rely on now is obviously us doing our own business against them. 
And even if it means they don't beat Chelsea, even if it means they beat Chelsea at Anfield in a couple of weeks before the Arsenal game, as long as we beat them, we knock them back down to two points. Two points. And then, obviously, that's when we start putting the pressure on them. But we've got to do our own job first. We've got to go to Nottingham Forest, a night game that's going to be really tough. Their fans are going to be up for it. And this did, this has got banana skin written all over it. And I don't want to be negative whatsoever because I think we can go there and do the job. But we've got we've got we've got to show better than what we probably have done in the last month. But what I think Saturday done was give a lot of confidence back in terms of the team. I think Martinelli, I, I called it that he should I called it a few weeks ago that keep him on the bench and let him come on in games and get his confidence back that way. And yeah. it's been it's been pretty much proven yesterday. Because um, no one wants to face a Martinelli with 20, 25 minutes to go. That burning pace, and you see Palace. They were they they once once he got behind them, game over. Um, so we, we we've got we've got we got we got to go and do the job. And I'm just very much still, even after Saturday, very much that we're playing too slow football at the moment. Just mm. passing the base sideways, passing the ball back. We need to we need to get back to our game. We need to get back to our game last year, where we was very direct, very pacey, hitting teams on the on the counter attack. I know teams are setting up differently against us, but we we need we need to find we need to find a different alternative alternative to our games because I still think we're pretty slow in the, in in the way we play at times. Yeah, and just before we move on, you, seems you're right. Uh, Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> they are playing. Wilfie Carp himself. He's on. I, I, I've i left him alone this weekend. He's all right, old Terry. I have actually left him alone this weekend. Up the Arsenal, boy. Yeah, fair play to him. Obviously, his team's got battered. There's turmoil. There's ownership issue, there's ownership issue with the fan base and all that. The banners you mentioned already. He still turned up. Fair play to him. Yeah. <laughs> from a Palace perspective, from a Palace perspective, they've, they've, they've got to make the right decision by the manager, haven't they? They, they sacked Patrick Vieira last year because he was on a bad run. Roy Hodgson's in no different situation this year to where they were last year. And um, my concern is for them is, and I'll be honest with you, my concern is for Roy Hodgson himself. This block, this guy is 76 years old. Yeah. Like, is it, does does Steve Parrish need to make the right decision now in terms of the guy's health? Because yeah. that ain't good for him. That ain't, that, it's not, it, it's not nice to see. It weren't nice to see Saturday. We've been there with Arsene Wenger and seen it ourselves. And sometimes you just have to make the right decisions to put the guy out of his misery, really. And my perspective is I think they should probably look to get someone in until the end of the season, my personal opinion. You say that, I don't know if you know or knew at the time, but Graham Potter was in was in, in the boxes at Arsenal, taking notes. Someone said to me, though, they said to me that there was no link with that. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but they said that pretty much um, Grand Potter is still going around stadiums, watching games and all that, keeping in touch. Bit of a coincidence, it, though. Well, if I was Crystal Palace, I'd, if they could get Grand Potter in all day long, you 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 would you would put Roy out of his misery, wouldn't you, and get him in mm. as soon as possible. But I don't see why they're having at the stadium won't make a decision straight away. Like it was, it was horrible. This guy, this guy has been, this guy has been, has got a career that spans back forty odd years. We're not, mm. we're not talking about a manager that's like literally only been in the game like five, ten years, or not if that. We're talking about a guy who's been in the game forty odd years, put a lot of, um, put a lot of, put his own time and effort into, obviously the 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 game as it is, and 
to see a, to see a guy being hung out to dry like this is not a nice look. And I, don't, I just don't think it's good for him or the club. Someone's called Kermit. Someone from my side of things, but looks at new to the channel. Might be a Palace fan or a rival fan. I never know. <laughs> it might just be Kermit himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But no, on what, again, on what, for me, and again, people know my thoughts on how Vieira was dealt with. Again, the kick all bias because of the Arsenal legend that he is for us. But when when uh, Roy came in and got kept him up and all that, I think that he should have just gone out at that high and, and the club then sort of had that summer and gone out and got someone else younger, like Vieira, younger, hungrier. It's got it hasn't got potential health because there's a reason. There's got to be a reason why Roy retired in the first place a couple of years back. I, mean, he keeps, I know he keeps coming back to the love of the, the, love of the game because he came back to Watford and. I mean, it, it worked there, but with Palace, it worked. And I know he's got that connection with the, the club and all that, local lad. But he should have just bailed that, done, came back, done the glory, the, the, the glory run of keeping him up and all that, and go out on that high. Because there's always a risk, obviously, of this. Because there are, they are, with Gary's after me on Saturday, do you think 21 points or just a couple points more will keep? Will be enough to stay up now because you've got because you mentioned that they've come coming bottom three, and then you add into the equation of the potential potential forest and Everton situation with the potential points deduction. So I'm still I'm still and I'm sitting there thinking I still don't think that's enough. I still think because we've seen we've seen Everton the first time round early on the season they fought back they, the world us against the world mentality they fought back they got the points at the better points deduction they'll be mid table. Depending on what happens at Forest, we've seen them since that news broke. Put up a fight, basically, and not, not, maybe not going to go back, back to back, back to back results, but they're putting in performances now. Is that is us against the world mentality? So Luton, they haven't they haven't come up here to make up the numbers that most of us probably fall. The only ones that are sort of guaranteed to go, but it looks like it's Burnley and Sheffield United. There's that one spot up for grab. And if Palace ain't careful, they could they could quite easily go very very soon. We see it. We don't want that to be Roy Hodgson's uh, Roy Hodgson's legacy from last season retainted by what what could happen this season. The longer he stays on, plus he says he eventually needs health and all that. We, we we see it last year with Leicester, didn't we? Like there was that one team that obviously were lingering around it that were probably sitting probably four or five points ahead at one point. Um, I just think, mate, I think. I think they kept Roy Hodgson in the job because they know they haven't got much resource at the moment. There's obviously, there's obviously, there's obviously issues in terms of obviously what's going on in the background in terms of the ownership at present and all that. And I think they looked at it and thought, do you know what? We can't find someone who we actually really want at this present moment of time. Roy Hodgson's a shoe in to kind of keep us up. And I, I still think at this present moment of time, they won't go down. Now, I don't think they'll go down because I think once they get players like Elise back, they'd be really unlucky with Decore as well. Like he's a fantastic centre midfielder and that's kind of blown them hard, but they need to go out and do some business in January to get the kind of required players in. But the problem is they lose Elise and he's been injured already. If he gets injured again, then that's, then that makes it really hard for him. That makes it really tough for him. But I don't know. Like they, they are, they are, they, they can be dragged into a relegation dogfight, 
but I guess they're going to have to win all their home games and they haven't even been doing that at the moment and that's the problem but I my personal opinion is like after talking to like my mates after the game I think the general the general perception is now that they need to make a change they need to make a change sooner rather than later and I guess we see it last year didn't we with clubs they were sacking their managers in April that's far too late Leeds, was it Leeds, for example, last Leeds, year? Leeds, last com. It's too late. It's too late to do it then. If you're going to do it, do it in the January window. Do it in the January window. Do it early on. So you're giving yourself at least, you're giving that new manager 10 to 15 games. Doing it with five games left, it doesn't work anymore. That that style of, man, that style of obviously, I'm going to sack a manager and try and get an impact for five games. It doesn't work in the Premier League. The clubs are too good. You look at you look at the divide now between the top and the bottom of the table. I'd say you look at the top 10 to 12, and then you've got eight that you sit there and think, do you know what? Any other season, any, any of them could be in a relegation dogfight and go down. I think teams are pretty much lucky this year that Sheffield United and Burnley are that, that poor. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why I say. There's like, I think there's only, as it stands, one spot that is up for grabs in terms of in terms of being dragged in to go down. Two, there's two guarantees, and that's as you mentioned, Sheffield United, Burnley. There's just out of the teams you just mentioned, they're the, they're not showing any fight, any anything really. I mean, Sheffield United got so lucky yesterday; it's unbelievable. How they first off, how they got the penalty. I know, I know we're going off topic here because of whatever. Yeah. But how they got their penalty to equalise, and then literally a minute later, and didn't give away a penalty themselves, is beyond me. I don't. And this Dermot Gallagher fucking Sky Sports left um, watch. It's all about perspective. It's all every week perspective. Cough. Just admit your mate fucked up and move on. I've been. I've been responsibility. I think we we know, don't we? In terms of Dermot Dermot Gallagher. Uh, He's on the bottom of the barrel. He's bottom of the barrel, that guy. Like he will literally back the referee decision every single time. Remember there's a game years ago, back in 0506, our final year at Highbury. We played Newcastle away. We lost the game, but it was uh was it Gilberto? I think it was Alberto got sent off. I think but it was a, it wasn't in a red card offence. I think no, I think it's a double was it a straight red? I think I can't remember now, it's a straight red or double booking, but either way. It was so obvious. Even she, and she was going up to him saying, no, no, it's not a foul. Nobby Solano as well just came back. No. And he's like, no, fuck off. And he's, he's, he's just, yeah, he's, as you say, he just scraped the barrel and but it's just, the, the whole narrative every week and you ask me a question, well, it's all about perspective, isn't it? Then why the fuck are you on here then getting paid a King's ransom for your opinion? You don't even give it. Yeah, he's just... Oh, another, just... one been, another one that's been trying to been baiting Arsenal fans since is uh on X is our favourite friend Gary Neville. Who is this uh-huh. a fan of Arsenal fans? And then literally because of uh Forrest and West Ham have been have written to PGMO for it reasons to be beyond their certain things like the book Tony's goal for Forrest against Forrest, sorry, and West Ham situation yesterday. Oh, Liverpool and Arsenal started this nonsense. The bang out of order. Okay, the guy. We'll just sit. We'll just sit here. We'll just sit here. Everyone, fan club, you name it. We'll just all sit. We we'll, we all accept. We said to accept the mediocrity BS officiating in this country. And by the way, these are professional 
these are full-time professionals, but we should accept it, should we? Just because you don't, you don't want to lose your best friend contacts with Howard Webb and find out what coffee machine they've got this year. Do you want me to? Do you want me to sum? I'm going to sum Gary up at Gary Neville up in a nutshell. Yeah, right. Please do. Look, this is this sums the geezer up in a nutshell and just tells you he, he he talks absolute shite on so many levels. So after the Fulham defeat, he come out and said that he's still backing Arsenal to win the title. Spurs draw against Manchester United. Now, Arsenal haven't played a game since then in the Premier League. Arsenal have not played a, a Premier League game since then in the Premier League. Spurs go away to Man United, get a draw, and he's talking about that Spurs are going to finish above Arsenal and Liverpool. A week later, yes, I know. Yeah, a week yeah. later. Well, wait a minute, mate. In one sense, you're saying you're still backing us to finish top. But now you're sitting there going, they're going to finish above Liverpool and Liverpool and Arsenal. So, really, you think Man City are going to win the league? Because you don't... Yeah, deep down. So, do you know what I mean? The geezer just talks absolute tosh on so many levels. And you just sit there and just think, mate, you just, you just, I think he's literally out there now just to try and wind people up. Honestly, honestly, think he's just out there to try. I don't think he believes half he says. He, he, he can't do. He can't believe at least half he says. Now, I'd respect him if he said, like, I think, think Spurs are going to finish by Arsenal. If he hasn't backed Arsenal a week earlier to win the league. Which he's been doing since day one this season. Since by the way. day one, we haven't played a game since Fulham, <laughs> and he just totally, totally changes the whole concept. We're going to finish now. Man City going to win the league. A two-two draw between Tottenham and Man United. Not even the team he's backing in terms of winning the title. Apparently, a two-two draw. Suddenly, Tottenham going to finish above Arsenal. What? Yeah, cool. Cool. What we right. forget about Tottenham is like Tottenham, Tottenham having a, a good oh, season. Man. We can't. I can't sit there and say they're not having a good season. But Tottenham, and we've been, and, and before, us, before I go into any further, we've been, this is something that we've been crippled with at the time, and the same thing with Tottenham. Tottenham were two all against us. We lost yeah. Declan Rice. They were too scared to go out for the kill in that last 20 minutes. They should have gone out in the kill for us that last 20 minutes. Yeah. And I honestly believe they did go out in that kill. I think that would have been a bad day for us. They yeah. did the same thing at Manchester United, really. They're stuck in between the stone steel spurs where they don't know whether they can go whether they can go in for go in for the kill and after and for that alone, I think that, that I think they'll finish top four. I said from the get-go, I think they'll finish top four. Um, but I, I don't see them like probably competing at, for the if I'm being totally honest with you at the moment, I think it, it's probably out of Man City and, and Liverpool. I, I still think Man City are too good. I think Man City are too good at the end. I think Liverpool's depth may bite him in the backside near the end of the season, especially if Salah remains injured. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't agree with him that I think he thinks that Man City, that, that Liverpool are going to finish above the likes of Liverpool. Sorry, yeah, Tottenham are going to finish above the likes of Liverpool. It ain't going to happen. Now, top, top three for me will be between, between us, City and Liverpool. I think that'll be the top three and then obviously full spot will be wherever. But I think the top three, they'll be very close to the top three as well for the title, I think. But this is what we, this is the thing. Just to go back into the game, this is the thing with me. I mean, we see it last season. It was only us going for the title with them. We've seen it the year before that. It was only Liverpool, it was only Liverpool and still Man City were finding a way because there's no, no one else bothered to even challenge them or put up a fight in certain games. We This league, to stop Man City and this dominance they're, they're showing that keeps winning, keep winning the league year in, year out, we, we need multiple teams to be competing for this title. Not just yeah. one, clearly, because yeah. one just they've shown time and time again. 
apart from the one year Liverpool won it, a couple of years, a few years back, sorry, Man City love it. They're like, okay, that's one. We've got one challenge. We can, we can, we can do that. Like last year, they knew they could do it, get over us because they've been there before at Liverpool. So it's like the, the experience of being there, just getting to one team, was like, okay, well, cool. If we can throw a second or a third team in that this season, you never know. It could be, it could be the breaking of them in terms of making it for one of them. And maybe someone, hopefully, someone different, hopefully us, obviously, would win it. But we've got to sort of things out in our transfer window, yeah, as well. In the meantime, we've got like just over a week left before that closes. Um, do you honestly think we're going to do anything in the transfer window? Too quiet, but everyone's been too quiet. This is the thing. This, uh, I mean, this whole FFP situation that started back in last summer of Everton and all that is is. is Rocked a lot of it, but we must rocked everyone in the league because no one's really going out there. Man no. City, even Newcastle, Chelsea, even Chelsea are quiet to the, to the standard we've become accustomed to under this new ownership. They're not, no one's going out there, even Liverpool not going out there and adding any depth to their squad. Even the teams that need to add in terms of survival as well, not doing it. It's a weird one. I think we, we obviously, we knew, we know we do. We we've been offered we've been offered Ben Tamar. I don't know what's going to how how that's going to end or whatever. But we we do need a striker. We do need cover at, at the, in the defensive side of things as well. Because we don't know in terms of Japan how long they're going to be in the Asia Cup. So could have missing Tomiyasu there. But also, we need if he's not going to play Smith Rowe or Reese Nelson and give in terms of in the, on the right hand side and give Saka a game or two off on the bench and just bring him on and whatever. You need to go and get a right winger then, as well. It, even if even if it's loans, just go, do some business because we, we we do need it See. ourselves just to get us over this line to one of them what, to get one of them two trophies come May. Controversial. I thought Saka had a really quite a game again again on Saturday, um, but I don't think that's all down to his fault, mate. I think that's our slow progression in midfield mm. at times, and I. I was sitting there sometimes in the game, yeah, right? And don't get me wrong, it was comfortable and I knew we'd won the game and all that. But, like, we've been used to, like, midfields in the past, like, being able to, do you know what I mean, whack the tempo up when if and when we want. And I don't expect it for 90 minutes. But I just don't feel like the, the guys like Saka and Martinelli are getting the ball quick enough at the moment. No. And there are there are opportunities, you know, and sometimes you don't see it on TV because you only see you don't see so much on TV at times. And I realise that being back at the game. But there were so many times here, right, when we had the option on to get the ball out to the wing and, and actually let let our, our wingers, whether it was Jesus, Saka, Trossard, to go one on one. And we just didn't do the pass quick enough. The ball was not quick enough. No. We just don't seem to release it quick enough. No, again, it does. It's not helping when obviously I know Declan's been the, he has been the the linchpin in our midfield. He's been the one constant in that midfield all season. Let's be brutally honest there. For a new for a big money signing and all that coming from all due respect, West Ham coming to Arsenal, new, new, new culture, new way of playing. He hasn't been he hasn't been playing alongside what would have been his midfield partner in Partey because Partey's been injured most of the season, not all season enough. Feels like anyway. Jorginho can't put can't do that run. He needs to needs to be rotated out, and then he's just come back. But he's gone off to Afcon, and he's got someone like kind of all due respect to Kai Havertz. He's got when it, when we haven't got a, a, a Jorginho, he needs a vest or El Neni, who's been injured and part has been party this season. 
he gets he gets put with Kai Havertz, and we've seen with Kai, it just that part that does that midfield doesn't click when you got Kai there. Kai, we've mentioned it time and time again. He's best suited up top in the false nine position, drawing in the drawing <laughs> in the, the the defenders and. See, yeah. I was a little bit frustrated. I was a bit frustrated. When I see the team news, right, I thought, you've finally done what I've kind of been asking. Play Saka one week, try Jesus on the left, leave yeah. Martin Lee on the bench, come on. But play Havertz up there. Yeah. Why do we play Havertz up there against the likes of Man City and Liverpool, the two yeah. hardest teams in the league, but we won't give him an opportunity against Crystal Palace that are obviously in, in a bad place at the moment. Surely it's the best time to play. I mean, don't get me wrong. Trossard scored a good goal. I didn't think Trossard done much in the game either. Yeah, again, I thought he was really quiet in the first half, and I, I felt that like nearly every time he started. But sometimes it's critical. It, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've been critical, kind of, quite, kind of, couple of strikers this year. But it ain't all down to them. It's not all down to them. It's down to how slow we're playing at times. And it's very easy for the opposition to get back in in their numbers, get back into a low block and make it really, really hard for us. Um, and that's where set pieces helped us Saturday. Yeah. And that's well, where... goals, yeah. And this talk about Declan Rice taking the corner. Thankfully, last at last, we've decided to change the corner kick takers. Yeah. It's too predictable, otherwise. It's too, if it's the same to people taking over, it's just too predictable to, to vend against as well. Well, we've had 8, 10, 12 corners in games. Like everyone's saying, yeah, we score lots of best set pieces. To be fair, we have scored quite a lot of corners, but most of them corners seem to be coming late in games. Like we've had about 15 corners by that point that literally nothing's happened from. And we're not even beating the first man. You sit there and you mm. scratch your head now. Declan Rice, first corner, wax it in, bang. <coughs> and I, I was just glad that we tried something a little bit different for once. No, exactly. No, it, it was getting. I was, I've seen that video. Obviously, I think you put, posted it up. You quote <laughs> tweeted it and all that. Like it was getting goals and views. West Ham reject. Da 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 da. Bang ball. Fuck you. Go away. One nil. <laughs> why would you put it up though? Why after you did that video? Why would you then put it up? Oh, it's, just, it's comical. It's comical. But he's obviously it. sent it to someone, and he sent it to someone, and someone sent it to someone else. Yeah, and it's, and it's got out that way. Yeah, he's like, oh damn it! I, I told you not to do it. Tough. You need to be. You need to be exposed for your fraudulent behaviour. There, you can't give it. You can't give it out. And then fucking, I want it. Want it to be kept quiet and all that malarkey. Oh dear. Um, BX bring BX in the chat. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to see Havertz given another chance up there. Just because yeah. I think that's, I think he's definitely we've watched we've watched him play live. I've been at the games live when you've been there as well. At Wembley, we mentioned it from the get-go there. I've sit I've got a couple of games I've been at at the Emirates as well. He's, he's the best suited up top in terms of in terms of this how we want to play, how I wants us to to play. Everett's is best suited to the system then up top then. And we've got, with all due respect, I know I was happy, so happy that Smith Rowe, and I did mention this in the stream with Gary, that when Smith Rowe came on for the second time this season, by the way, this has happened, Smith Rowe has come on and the cheer from the crowd is louder than we've scored, we've scored a goal. Mm. Nothing twice now. Our certain needs to heed this and then take lessons, basically, because fans are making it, making it very vocal now, twice. We want we want to see some more Smith Rowe. 
enough's enough. Stop messing them about. Give him more minutes. And thankfully, he got to, he got the 25, 30 minutes he got on a uh, on Saturday. He did it. I think he did it. Again, he got the bloody um, Shino's football. Just comment fucking surname now. Stagging off. Well, not not completely stagging off, but still to the extent like down down downplaying the the role that Smith Rowe played for these twenty five minute cameo. It was like we didn't do that much. So it was like no, he came on. He did whatever he did. What he's asked. He did nice clean touches. Got involved. Running the made runs into the box. And a, a more match fit Smith Rowe could have even scored it on on um on Saturday as well. It's just about giving him more match time and not just five minutes here and there. Yeah, I mean, again, you were, again, you were there. Like when Smith Rowe comes on for a lot a lot of time compared to what he's used to. What was the, what was your reaction? Yeah, like, I want like I want to see him start. Like I was quite open. I wanted to see him start at Liverpool. I wanted him to play left mm. centre mid at Liverpool. I wanted to see Havertz up top. I want to see Jesus on the left. I want to see Saka on the right. I want to see Rice and Odegaard in that midfield. That's what I want. But yeah. we're not getting it now. I was I was sitting there Saturday when he come on and he had a tidy performance yet again, right? But what you don't know is sometimes when you're not at the game yet again, is the runs he makes in that box. And I think if you watch Bournemouth like at, at, at Bournemouth this season, yeah, right, when he come on, right, he could have scored two yeah. or three in that game. Yeah. Because what he does is, yeah, right, he... he He's very good at timing his runs into that box, and sooner or later, yeah, right, he, that he's going to be found. He was kind, he was unlucky on Saturday on a couple of occasions that he didn't get found mm. by balls, which he was basically last ditch defending. But he's got everything in his locker. I think Arteta's too scared to play him there because I think he feels that potentially we're going to be too open. I, I don't personally agree with it. I think sometimes you've got you got you got to take risks. You've got to take a few risks. And I think at the moment with Arteta, I think he's got himself in a bit of a pickle and a bit of a situation that he's too scared at the moment to take any risks in that centre midfield. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I don't know whether he thinks Havertz is the long term option at the centre mid. I think Havertz does a really dirty job in there, mate. I do actually think he does a dirty job in there. I think he does he does he does offer the team quite a lot in terms of what he does, but at the moment he's not scoring the goals or getting himself into the opportunities that Shaka did in that role last year. Mm. Um but I, I, I really love Emerald Smith Rowe. Yeah. And I want to see him get the opportunity. Whether he'll get the opportunity, I'm not brought that he will get the opportunity, and I, I've got this feeling that we may lose him at the end of the season. Um, if he if he do, if he doesn't get the playing time that he requires between now and the end of the season, he has to leave for his own career. He has to. He's twenty three years old, mate. He's he's worthy of playing in a team in the Premier League. He's worthy of playing in the team, but he's got to keep himself fit as well. So it doesn't all swing one way. He has to keep oh, himself yeah. fit. But I've always thought that there was this vision that we'd like to have a Smith Rowe and Odegaard in the same team. Not sure. Not sure that Arteta sees it like that. Well, that needs to wake up. As I say, this is this is twice now this season. I mean, first one's in the Champions League, and it was coming just coming back and all that. This is now the second. I say the second time, the crowd has made their vo- the fans have made their voice perfectly clear in the Smith Rowe situation. They want to see more of him, showing more respect. He, he's proved, apart from the little setback he had briefly. It was a brief one. It's a seven, oh, seven, ten days setback. He was back. He was back in training no time and all that. Apart from that, he's proven his fitness. 
give him more minutes. I mean, how much, what's he got to do to run through big walls? It's just, it's, man, and as, I, as I was going to say, you could you could have put Zayzus out on the right, Hivert's up, up top on Saturday against Palace, and then put Smith, someone like Smith Rowe, start him, and alongside um, Declan and Odegaard. And, and Smith Rowe, honestly, as we were saying, would have been doing making them runs like Jacques did last year, back and forth, and Declan do his own thing. Because I was when we don't have, when we don't play Jorginho and uh, Declan in the pivot, and it's just Declan. He gets it's too much work put on him, and especially in the big games, he gets run into the ground, and it then affects him the next game because he's still having to recover from what he did a few days yeah. prior. But. Um, the Arsenal mystery match or something before that started, before the stream started in the chat, basically about the goals and all that. Uh, bench cam went up on Arsenal, on the Arsenal website. And basically, Arteta's impressions for most of the goals wasn't his usual catch, um, ecstatic self, so we say. You know, he celebrated, but it wasn't like jumping for joy, like, yeah, I'm giving it the big and all that. Apart from one goal that involved a certain David Raya. And he he's, got he's, got have, he's got to take credit for that one, though. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying that literally, it's like he's trying to prove a point. He, 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 he's celebrating to the extent with the others, but the, but he really celebrated and proved a point by going, yeah, literally pointing towards David and saying, well done, da 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 da. It's like he's trying to prove a point to the, one, the naysayers, basically. Because it's not going to help things, by the way, in terms of you're trying to build this family, this family, we're all one. Well, there's one big happy family, basically. But you're you're individually picking out a situation, positive as it was. But then, when you're on camera, you're you're you know on camera because of how it's all is nowadays at Arsenal. Hmm. And, you're, and you're celebrating the other goals, but not to the same level as you were for that. But I, but really the third goal wasn't it? Make it three 0 Yeah, Trossard's goal. But oh. go, go didn't like because I didn't want to say the name. But I, I gave him his due. He did his job. I said it in the stream. He did his job. What he's been brought in to do was to get the ball, get it out fast. Yeah. Amazingly, we we got the ball out fast, attacked it, pace and intent, and scored the fucking goal. What we, what we've been saying all season. But again, in, that, in the stadium, in that moment, when that, as that unfolded, what was going through your head, literally, as it was all unfolding. I forgot. I forgot about us scoring a goal like that. If I'm being totally honest, sure. it was brilliant to see us score a goal like that again. We hit. This is what I'm saying. Like this, this kind of kind of way that we scored that goal on Saturday was firstly, like you said, Ray had done his job first and foremost, which is the which is the, which is a good thing. He released that ball quickly. They're exposed, and we killed him. We literally killed him. This is what our players can do. But the problem we've got is, yeah, right, like that was a 2 nil up and we've got ourselves to a point where they had to come out at us. Now, when you don't go, when you don't take your chances and don't go 2 nil up, we struggle because teams don't come out at us. Um, and we've struggled all season at times. Yeah. Right? It's, let's not beat around the bush. We've created so many chances this year. Now, yeah, we've created so many chances, but what have they really, really, really been clear cut? Chances and I, you can get, I can guarantee you, they're not clear cut chances. And we, we keep seem to get done on the counter attack ourselves because we, we commit so many people forward because we're trying to get that goal and we're getting frustrated. And then we get hit on the counter attack, and rest assured, something happens and they score a goal. Um, 
And I just think, like, if you go tuning up, if you go tuning up against teams, they've got to come out here. They've got to do something different in the second half, and it shows you what we are capable of doing when we're able to play like that. But I think Arteta at the start of the season, and I think we see this in his selection in the first few games. I don't think he thought at this point in the season he'd be playing the style he has. I think I think that he wanted Thomas Partey to play right back. I don't think he had any ambition really of playing him centre midfield. I think yeah. that he wanted him to come into that midfield. He wanted Havertz to push forward and to get, get into a more of attacking midfield role. So when teams obviously put put a low block, we'll just literally put, put our whole team um, on the halfway line. And he probably thought at the time he'd have Timber at the back, Saliba at the back. Do you know what I mean? Two players who are absolute... Decent pace would absolutely clear most things up. And I think he wanted to play a totally different way to what he's playing at the moment. And I think that because Thomas Party got injured, and I think because Timber got injured, it's totally thrown his plans into kind of... It's, it's basically scrapped all his plans and he's just had to conjure up another way for us to play this season. Mm. I really do believe that. You watch... not Go back to that Forest game in the first half last year before Tim, Tim got injured. I'm telling you now, that was our best first half performance yeah, of the season. Not on Forest, we was absolutely electric here, right? We pressed the absolute shit out of them, and I couldn't believe how good we was. I was like, Do you know what, right? I've seen us be good enough. I thought we're going to be absolutely amazing this season. What happens? Tim, Tim does the UCL, and then everything just kind of goes to pot. But he didn't start Thomas Party at right back for no reason at all. He didn't drop Gabriel in those first few games for no reason at all. I think that he had a different style of play that he wanted to play this year, and unfortunately, it went out the window. Went out the, it went out the window, mate. It went out the window, and I think Havertz is a massive piece of that. But I think he starts in that centre midfield role that he literally pushes right up beside. I think he wanted them to really push up beside a player like Enketi or Jesus. Yeah, um, Catherine says, "Don't change the effing plan." You should always have at least another plan, backup plan, basically, as just in case someone gets hurt. And again, how you to predict though, any player, let alone a new a new player, and on his debut, it's going to just randomly come out. I mean, I did I did have a go at Arteta actually because he sort of took him off at half time in that situation because he, he took a notch just before half time. There was a bit of a concern, sort of just took him off and not yeah. risked it, risked it, and it backfired. Yeah. But he's back in training, as we saw in pictures in yeah. Dubai. He's walking and doing team training and all that. And he'll be back full-time team training next month, apparently. Um, so it's all good there and that side of things. But we still won't see him until what, late, probably eight, early April, late April sort of time, depending on the EV happening all that, how that goes between now and then. Um, you got, so sorry, just to, sorry, just to butt in quite one set, but you've got to say... It ain't easy to get a player like Timber, another player like Timber. No, no not not on short notice either. Like the season has right. started, window's about to close. No, you can't you can't find a player like that for love or money. Um, I like I think like I hope we go in for that Hatto like probably next season. I hope that there is mm. some kind of concrete um rumor in be, that. Yeah. I think there's gonna be a few think... outs come the come the uh, but mm. come the summer, I think they're like the Zinchenko and all that. Zinchenko, Zayzus, depending on what, assuming we don't completely throw, throw the season out now, we do get, as I say, we, we are in a title race, we go down to the last game or whatever, we're, we're in, that, in that top three mix. 
get deep in the competition of the Champions League, um, I do expect Arsenal to go big in terms of incomings, in terms yeah. of upgrades. And the likes of, the likes of Jesus and Senchanko and Eddie to start being phased out. Depending on what business, obviously, how much business to do incoming wise, but to be phased out at the very least and not sold. Um, talking of uh, Eddie, I mentioned this on the uh, watch along. Someone we know bumped into uh, Eddie on, on match day on Saturday. Gave him a right ear without even knowing. <laughs> got, got a bit of slight for George. He probably, he probably expressed his views about Eddie to the wrong person that day. <laughs> bang, on, bang right on him, though. It's not, do you know what I mean? He's got to say what he thinks at the end of the day. What are, what are the odds, though? <laughs> the guy's I'd have loved to be there. The helping him as well. He doesn't know who he is, but he's, the guy's helping him. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, it's like, gone in. He's like, oh, it's it's like, and as you're, we're reading it in the group chat, it's like, oh, no. Maybe you're inspiring. And he scored a hat trick today, got an assist, and he, and he came on. <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. just... Boy for him. He was like, what? And the person that was with him just let him rattle off in front of him and let him. Dig a hole. <laughs> Do you know what? Just go on to the Eddie situation a little bit. Like, I think we all know that he's not the man to kind of take us forward and kind of sell. But even him at the start of the season, you look at the first couple of games, he scored against Forest. And he, he you even look at the Palace game away that day, he won the penalty, didn't he? And he had some really good got, got opportunities that day. He was getting himself into mm. to them kind of positions. So it just shows, shows you, yeah, right, how differently we were playing at the, even at the start of the season till we got into about November time. Um, and it just seems that something's not right. Something's not right. I, I just, I just feel that um, something's derailed us this season. Probably, mm. probably the goalkeeping situation is a little piece to do about it. I, I, think, think, that's, that, I think that's a bit. I mean, that, I mean, that's yeah. how that was dealt with. And we mentioned that before how that was dealt yeah. with. That's had a massive. I think that has had a little. Bit. I think that has had a little. Bit. It will do because you you've got to remember everyone's got an opinion at the end of the day. Like the whole team would have an opinion. Every individual would have an opinion. Um, but yeah, I just we just we just missing something massively this year. But hopefully, hopefully we got some confidence back on Saturday, and hopefully we can get Martinelli playing. I think get, getting Martinelli playing again is a big big piece for us. Um, but he, we need him to start doing it. At we need him to start start games and doing it really. But if he's yeah. not doing it, then he's a great alternative as an impact player. To be honest, yeah, he's probably the best player in the squad to have coming off the bench. Off the bench wise, yeah, no doubt about it, because he's he's proven he's proven it before in the past. Come off the bench, bang. Um, I mean, didn't he come off the bench against Man United last this time last year? He's got obviously scored the winning goal, didn't he? He was off from the bench, wasn't he? Or did he start? I can't remember now. Who's I just can't remember. Eddie and Ketty last year against United. Did he start or did he come off he, the bench? No, he scored he scored quite at home. He scored two in that game, didn't he? Two in that yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah he, he started that game. But um oh yeah, BX Eddie, Eddie started and all that. Yeah, looks like Sunday's out. We mentioned that already. But again, hopefully again, whatever happens in, over the next 10, 11 days, whatever it is, is what left in the window. Hopefully we get some players in, even if it's known, as I said, get, just get us through as a squad, get us through, because you never know injury-wise, knowing our bloody luck, what could drop around the corner. If we can win, at least, if we win one of the two, I don't care which one at this moment in time, there's one of the two as well, take it all day long. But going back to what you said about Palace, I mean, you could argue now, looking back, that 
playing pass when we did home or away it was a perfect perfect timing really we'd had time off we'd been away yeah. and as a, and as we mentioned already in this podcast there's there's so much going on over at Palace within the fan base towards the board and all that turmoil there um get argued good timing for us Martinelli comes on with a point to prove scores two goals Eddie gets an assist all the Gabriels are involved in all five goals by the way don't know if anyone noticed that one um obviously two of two of the two of the three scoring for the goals can you can you just get get up early doors comment yeah I think if you go back to I think if you go back to the start of the show mate I think you'll see exactly I actually back exactly what you said there yeah Early door says, "I get what you're saying, El Smago, but you played a luckluster Palace here. Then go back to what, go back to watch this back or listen to this back on Spotify later or whatever audio platform you listen to podcasts on. Liam does actually go into this. He does, he does actually say, to be fair, a it wasn't a five nil win, winning performance in the sense of the performance itself, and it was more of the quality of the team that we're playing that we got the five that we did more than anything." It might be a confidence booster, even though even though the performance wasn't there. You got to look at it like that. You got to look at it. It's put it right. And because we've got that goals now between now between that game and now the Forest game, there's nothing. Let's just get our players back, get training, and just have a bit of breathing, bit of a breather, and go again. And then it's the hard hitting bang after Forest, Liverpool, boom, and then is it Liverpool, West Ham, someone else, first leg of the Champions League, someone else. Someone else, I can't remember who, I can't remember these other teams we've got coming up between the Champions League. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it's going to start coming thick and fast after this this little break that we've got now. So use it to our advantage. If it gets if it gets if it gets us the confidence going up and tells up going into that Liverpool home game, with or without mm. something, I don't care. That that should that should help us get over. Actually, finish our dinner against Liverpool, ironically, in the league this time round. And like, un- unlike what we did against them in the FA Cup, where we could have created all the chances in the world but never fucking finished them. I think that the Forest game, as I said, Joe, I think the Forest game is the big game. It could mm. be the kind of the game with the glue. Do you know what I mean? It glue, yeah. glues a few things together to get the confidence in. Us on, puts us on the yeah. Because that, that's a hard game. We're talking about a night game in Nottingham. We've struggled there the last, oh, but two or three, we, we've lost two or three games there, haven't we, on the trot? Um, yeah. And they got a new manager bounce. They beat Manchester United the other week under the under the lights in front of the TV cameras. And they're going to be well up for this. Yeah, but they are <laughs> going to be up for it. We know they're going yeah, to be up for it. Yeah. Um, they're going to keep reminding us how they won all the European Cups and all that kind of stuff. We're going to get all that. Um, but this is the game that we need to go out and win. And Because if we don't go out and win this game, the Liverpool home game is irrelevant, isn't it, really? Whether we win or lose, we can't be losing to Nottingham Forest on that Wednesday night because potentially by that point, we'll be eight points behind them. And that's too many points. That that Especially when you've got Manchester City as well in the equation, that's too yeah. many points. And at that point, I think that we'll be looking at putting our eggs in the Champions League basket. Like We've got a tough lot of fixtures coming up. Nottingham Forest away, notoriously struggled. Liverpool at home, we just lost to them in the in the, in in the, in the FA Cup. West Ham away, well, we literally lost to them just 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 around the corner at home, and then Burnley away. So you look at the next three games: Forest, Liverpool, and West Ham. We need to get nine points out of nine if we're being totally honest. Yeah, yeah. We we can't afford to get anything less. 
And that's where we put ourselves in terms of the performance against what on Fulham. Um, the West Ham game was a bit of a freak of a, a freak of a performance, I'd say. I think it was a any other day, mate, we'd have, we'd, have, we'd have won that game. But the Fulham game is the game, both home and away, that is really, really, really crippling us. We've dropped. Yeah. They, we've dropped five points against them this year. Now, yeah. that's the game where. That would be the game game at the end of the season we'll look back on and just say, do you know what? That cost us or that could yeah, cost that, us. That, that, yeah. that cost us massively. But we got that's why now we had to get nine points out of nine out of them three games to stand mm. any chance for me to compete for the title. Like Stefan says, Liverpool must... Yeah, we're not saying that it's going to be tough, especially Liverpool at home, you know, in terms oh. of at the end, it's just going to be tough because we just played them recently in the, in the FA Cup at home and did the finish up in it. So their tails are going to be up. With or without Salah, as we are, as we know, and um, we just got to go to catch some boss boys like we did last season, catch some boss boys, and actually finish our dinner. Finish, if we finish, the thing is, we put yeah, the DFA Cup game. It was, if we finished our dinner in that game, it would be us in the FA Cup this weekend coming, not them. Mm. That was the, that was the fine details in the end of that game. West Ham away, yes, is it West Ham away? I think now we played. Yeah, yeah West, West Ham away. away so, yeah, West Ham away. Yeah, it's going to be tough. London Stadium, back in, look at last year. That was a game that sort of started the ball rolling in terms of the, the fall away from the title race and all that. That's started, that really confirmed it and whatever. Um, their fans, since Declan's left, come to us. They're, they're, we played them twice. They beat us twice. Their fans are going to be buzzing, thinking they're going to make it a hat trick. Again, we've just got to catch them off by surprise and actually... Finish again, finish our dinner and keep. If we can keep kudos, I don't know if we kudos be back by then, but if we keep kudos quiet, Bowen, Alvarez, and uh, Paqueta, depending on his situation now, he's out for. We've got we've got a chance though. It's just about turning up on the day and getting it tactically spot on, performance spot on, and finishing our dinner. We create, we, we've shown we can create chances. It's just about putting it in the back of the net more than once as well. Not. This is another thing, a trait that I've seen this season is we, we score early goals like we did against Fulham. Fluke as it was, we still scored it and we take our, take our foot off the gas. We did against um, Palace at the weekend. We won it up early on. Took our foot off the gas for a bit until we got the second. Then we took our foot off the gas again until we got the third. And it's only in the end, the last few minutes, where we, we, turned on, we turned it on and went relentless mode and went four and five. Because they just gave Martinelli all the space in the world, and maybe this dropping of Martinelli is going to give him the kick up the arse that he needed because he's mm. not been the same as you mentioned. He's started season because tell there's a bit of fatigue there and all that, <coughs> but it's just never he hasn't clicked in until recently. He's just not been hit and miss, not like, kicking on. He thought the man you would have thought the Man City goal, even though it was a deflection, could have kicked him on then. But maybe maybe now, second half of the season, everyone just starts kicking into gear. We get our players back from injuries, and we just kick. kick Click, kick on, and do what we can, and just hope, hope along the way that this. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that you've got three or four other teams going along, going with us against Man City, and taking points off Man City and each other, respectively, whilst we're taking points off them, and uh, see where, so, so, see where it leads us. Hopefully, it gets us. A, I want the title. I know it's the five points off it, and all that, and things are against us at the moment, but. I want that title. What, 20, we've waited 20 years, Liam. 
I want the oh, yeah, we, yeah, I totally, I totally feel your pain, mate. I, I said, I did, I thought this season was a season too early still. I think last year we surprised it, we surprised ourselves, we surprised the league with what we did in that first half of the season, especially. I think this season, I think we still lack that top, top notch striker, um, and another center midfielder, and maybe a little bit of squad depth at the back, especially in the full back positions. Um, I think next year is gonna. I, I, I'm gonna be totally honest now, guys. I don't think we're gonna win the league this year. Um, but what I will say is, I think that we've got a good opportunity to, to get to throw everything at the Champions League. We need a bit of luck. We do need a bit of luck. Yeah, we need luck. performances. I think Champions League wise, I think from what we're again, if you look, if you look at performance in the Champions League this season compared to the league this season, we. We actually look like in Champions League. We look like the Arsenal from last season, but in the Champions League, it seems like the the way the format is that the way you can play in the Champions League suits this team yeah. to, to a T. If we can avoid a Madrid or Man City to the final, if we can avoid them and play one of them in the final in a one-off game. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Two legs is a bit, might be too much to ask for, but in one-off game, and it's at Wembley as well. But in a one-off game, you never know. But even if we did get like, oh well, obviously I'd rather have Real Madrid than Man City in the semi-final. But even if we oh, got, yeah. what a fantastic occasion that is, mate! You get Real Madrid and you're at your European Champions League semi-final. I like yeah, to add you, right? We've never. Well. I like to add we've never conceded a goal against Real Madrid in Champions League either. Oh. Touch where were you? Wait a minute. I'm <laughs> <laughs> touching everything. But I think I think we can give it a good I think that that's potentially what's going to happen, guys. I think that well, I, 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 I just don't see us winning the games that every game that we need to do with the way way we've been performing throughout the season to probably concrete a proper champ a, a proper title charge but i do think that if we can go into the champions league and throw everything out baskets get tim back fit hopefully get party back fit at some point into that equation then i don't see why we can't go i, I don't think we what we'll see why we can't go like literally toe to toe with, with potentially most of the teams and like you said if barcelona can get real madrid either in the court ideally in the semi-finals and we've afforded them at that point then do you know what Maybe we could dream of a Wembley trip. Do you know what I mean? And this, be honest, we love Wembley in May and June. We love Wembley in May and June, and it, yeah. it's, it's it's our second home. If we're being totally honest, show it's our second home in terms of kind of being at Wembley in cup finals. I know obviously the League Cup's not been so great, but like FA Cup, we've kind of swept up in, haven't we? Every time we've gone there over the last fifteen years. So yeah, I just I just think that. I think the players are motivated for it as well. And I think, like you said, the style's different. You ain't going to have a West Ham turn up with like 10, 10, 10 players behind the ball. You're not going to have Crystal Palace set up with five five defenders in defence in the Champions League. Teams are teams are more assured of themselves. They want to come out. They want to play football. And that's what makes football. That's why the Champions League's the best, because you see proper matches. At the moment... <laughs> It's hard to be absolutely critical of Arsenal because we're all absolutely critical of Arsenal, but we have to look up, look as well how teams are setting up at the moment. Yeah, against us, they're making it like so difficult for the players, and I think that these players will enjoy playing in the Champions League much more this year. 
Yeah, no, exactly. And I know early door says put on no mugs, it won't be easy. I think no, no. Sort of, they're not mugs. I think if we can get if we get the first leg of the first legs at their place, so if we go there, it's gonna be a hostile atmosphere. Their fans are gonna be up for it because it's they they're to be the underdogs anyway, as far as most people in the world will see it. Um they'll be up for it as I say, it's always a hot lot. We've got when we've gone there before with Venga back in the day, it was always a tough place to go and on to get a result for us. If we can go there. Neil, even if it's dull nil, nil or a scrappy one nil win, come back to the Emirates. I think again, so again, the way we've been playing at the Emirates in the Champions League, we've been blitzing teams. We blitz, we blitzed PSV, we blitzed uh, Sevilla, we blitzed uh, Lons. All three teams we blitzed at home, and I think that's going to be key for us. I think the, the key thing with this tie is us being at home in the second leg, and then obviously going and then do as long as we do the business in the first leg and keep as I say, even nil nil or a draw because no away goals either. So. Any sort of draw, and or a one nil win, or one got one goal, a one goal swing win in our favour. We take it back to the Emirates. Our place will be rocking that night, absolutely rocking. And I think we we again like we've done with Lons and PSV and Sevilla. I think we'll blitz them. I do. I do think the second leg, especially in the second leg, we'll blitz them in in that. Like we've done in, like we did a few years back. That was a few years back in 2008, 2009, we played them in the quarterfinals, I think it was. Mm. We had that like, Najri, and that like, Najri had that amazing jerking run in boom. It was like, it, that, we, went, we lost the first leg 2 1, but second, and we just blitzed them 5 5 0 in the second leg. Absolutely blitzed the life out. I think, that's, I think it'd be a similar outcome, second by the end of the second leg, we'll blitz them, and then that'd be it. We'll be in the quarterfinals, safe and sound. you got, you got to look at every team that's in that Champions League, didn't you? Right, oh, yeah, they've, all, they've all, they're all, they're all at this stage now, yeah, right. That ninety nine percent of them teams that are in that round, second round are at a good percentage. Like they get, they, not nothing's going to be an e- an easy game. But you like to think over two legs as long as we do a professional job away from home at Porto. And like, let's be honest, we're not we're not going there going there like we did with Sporting last year. Mix the team up. We're not doing that this year. So people want to start saying, well, we did it in the Europa League last year. We was mixing teams up last year in terms of trying to keep the 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 the, 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 champ, the Premier League team fresh. But this year we'll play our very best team. But we do need to go to Porto, be very professional in our approach. And the one thing I'd say about Sporting last year, away from home, is we should we didn't take our chances again. We should have had them out of sight in that first leg. We're like the game was so open, and it was we should have had them out of sight, and we just didn't take our chances. But we we are going to need to do that now. Obviously, I love a, a bit of an additional push in the transfer window. I can't see us getting it at the moment, but I think that would be something if we could get some kind of push that would kind of support the confidence in the team moving forwards going into that later stages. But also, the team, so it was also be interesting. So. See what if, if he's available. What sort of reception he gets if he goes back home, Fabio Vieira? Because he'll be part of the if he's available, he'll be part of the match day squad. What What is the plan for Fabio Vieira? What is the plan? Because injured, I don't, I don't know. If it is, I think he's more impactful from the bench. First, in terms of domestic wise, but again, in the, in the European format, I think he's more suited to the European format for us, especially in this Champions League. Could he, could, could, could he could he be an opportunity again? Could he could, could we see us playing him out there? Do you know what I mean? Nine, mm. nine, the league, nine, ten, I don't know, but Fabio Fiera, like, don't get me wrong, from where he was last year to this year, at least he's had some impact in the team this year. But yeah, yeah again, I think he's another player, um, a bit like Trossard, a little bit 
that needs to show a lot more impact in terms of when he's given the opportunity. Yeah. And like Gary says here as well, Liverpool, Liverpool, they've got clubs Liverpool, were yep. successful in the Champions League before they won the Premier League. And that is a point. They, they won one of the two. It was the Champions League they won first to get them kick-started in this successful year that they've had. Well, look, they're not in the Champions League this year. There's another opportunity for us to yeah. go all out this year because they would be one of the teams that we wouldn't want to go to Anfield, just be totally honest, like on at any point in the Champions League for a two-legged affair. Mm-hmm. So they're out a bit this year, which says to me, at the moment, this is the best opportunity. But like you've all said, like every team's going to be good. Like Even down to the teams like Dortmund, Barcelona, mm-hmm. Like they're going, they're going to be fantastic games of football. They're going to be games of football where teams come out and want to play football and want to win. And I think that suits us better than what what we're seeing in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah. BX says, Fabio, in around the box, goes for goal. And I like that. Strike first, ask questions later. But it's just getting them in, it's just getting them in, him in them position. I think, as I say, European-wise, on a European night, the way we've been playing this season, I think it's best suited. I think the, Europe, the, Europe, the Champions League ties are best suited for him, getting him minutes and getting his confidence up. That's probably the only thing that I'm... Um... Very shocked about Havertz at the moment that he's not getting himself into them kind of opportunities much. But you even watched him in the Champions League. He was better even in midfield in the Champions League. I think he I think he's a bit different for us in the Champions League to what he's in the Premier League, to be honest with Havertz. No, yeah. I, I, I think that European teams I think obviously I don't think they they set up that way, and I think it makes it easier for him as well. But I thought in the Champions League, Havertz looked really good. No, yeah, exactly. Again, you're again one of the reasons we needed to bring in, bring players like him in because he he has recent Champions League experience, which our team going into the summer was lacking, apart from lots of maybe Thomas Parse. Uh, I'm trying to think who else now. I'm actually genuinely trying to think. Yeah, bloody hell! Right, I think it's the Liverpool they got Europa League. They've played Champions League, even at Marseille. I think there's there's only about two. Jesus, Jorginho, Jorginho. So it's like two or three players. So we needed to go and get some Champions League proven players. Mm. Have it falls into that bracket. No matter what people think, he falls into that bracket. And like you say, if anything, we are getting more general, better performances consistent-wise in the Europeans. Because, again, the European format seems to suit his style of play. Because we are more open and we can play our play the way we want to play. Like we did, as I say, like we did last year in the league in general. Be interesting what he does with the left back position away at Porto. Does he stick with Sinchenko or does he put Tommy Asu back there? If we there is no one else. I thought, I thought you were going to say put Havers at left back. He's <laughs> <laughs> all Germany there, didn't he? But what, what does he do there? Because, like, to be honest, I think I'd rather see Tommy Asu start there away. Oh, Tommy Asu all day long because he's he can def- he can he can get back and defend and he's, he's a unit as well. Mm. He, he uh, you never know. Timber might be back back by that point. Like I don't. I think Timber's more for the quarterfinals. I think I quarter, quarter semis. Give or take. Yeah. Depending, on they, depending on they actually take part and all that. Yeah. Take I think. Place, I think. Like, I definitely don't want to be thinking that he's going to be thrown in at the deep end. But I think if we can keep, if we can progress into the quarters, see where the quarters takes us in terms of draw, and hopefully by that point, if we can get a Timber and Pie back, then I think we've got a good opportunity. As long as the draw is nice guess, to us, yeah, to get to at least get to a semi, then you just see you get in the semi, then take it from there, really. If we get a semi, it's gonna be a t- no matter who we get, there's no way this year's semis will be like last year's semis. The last year's semis, you knew Madrid and it's Madrid, Man City, and is it Madrid, Man City against each other, 
and the Milan well, Munich is a millionaire, isn't they? You, you, you were saying that they did lose at the weekend to a team I've never even heard of, to be honest. Uh, no. Who did they play this weekend? Hamburg or something like that? They lost. They, 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 they want to bring these Tottenham players in, and suddenly they're yeah. bottling it a bit here. They're spursing it up in the league. Well, you've got to look at the Bayern Munich game. They're not the Bayern Munich of old, are they? Like no. we see Bayern Munich about four, three, was it three, four years ago? It was during lockdown, wasn't it? They were incredible mm. at that point. They just they were literally battering everyone. Fluid. But they were fluid. Let's be honest, yeah, right? We we played against Kane home and away. And okay, yeah, we scored. He's got a good record against us. But let's be honest, we've won a lot of games as well with Kane in the team. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. And you know what? I, I know I did. I know I said um, on the Burkett on Dennis back at Wonderland start the, before the season started. Uh, if they got Kane up, I put Bayern Munich up there. But I'm wrong. I think, I don't think they're gonna. I think, I think if, if we if we get them over two legs, I fancy us over the two legs. Depending no matter how the narrative is, home or away, whatever way it's round, it is. Who's home first and who's away first? I do fancy us to put you know, at least put up a fight. Mm. It may put the cause potentially cause an upset because, in, as you say, they're not the same as they were when we last played them in the Champions League. They're not the same as they were back in the lockdown, as we were coming out of a uh, during the during the pandemic. So they're not that same fluid, aggressive team that they once were. And even with Harry, and that we're seeing, he's down a bit of a dry spell. And that was you suggest we, we we've beaten him, we've beaten Tottenham with him and without him in that team. I'd be, more worried going, I'd be more worried with the atmosphere going Dortmund away without him. Yeah. If, if, you, if you said to me first leg at Dortmund, well, the second leg would be probably even worse, to be fair, wouldn't it? If you didn't do... I'd, you, I'd you, rather you have first leg at Dortmund in a home, home second leg. Yeah. But, like, going somewhere like Dortmund with quite a young team, that, that's a bit of an eye-opener, isn't it? Um, they're the kind of games that you see the kind of mentality of certain players. I think that would be quite a tricky game. I'm caught, I don't really want to be... Uh, I'm hoping Dortmund get knocked out by someone. I don't know who they got in the next round, but I don't, for some reason, I just want to avoid them. I, I don't know why. For some reason, I just want to avoid them. Maybe look so. Paris Saint-Germain, you look at them, they, they, they struggled in the group stages, but they've got the players. Yeah, exactly. Like... That would be a great, great contest. Mbappe versus um, Saliba. Right, let's have a look. Right, the draw is for the for the last sixteen. You've got uh, RB Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. With Bayern Munich being at home in the second leg. Benfica versus Ajax. Is this this year? No, it's not. It's not this year. What have they done? Is that the wrong one? They've given us last year's one by the looks of it. I think oh. they are idiots. What you have a website? One sec. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I've got it up now. So is it us versus Porto versus Arsenal? PSG versus Real Sociedad. That's not going to be easy. Who will get through that? Yeah, that'd be tricky. PSV versus Dortmund. I fancied Dortmund, but I didn't think really. really I didn't think, think much of PSV. Uh, no, I think they're fully. I think they're full focus on the on the Indonesia, the, the domestic league. If I'm being honest, no. Copenhagen versus Man City. Will Man City walk that over two uh, days? Yeah. Napoli, Napoli versus Barcelona. That that that's that that's a big 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 second leg game. Maradona, that is, isn't it? Maradona, 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 Maradona derby. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli knocked Barcelona out, you know. Yeah, that could go either way. Ideally, as an Arsenal man, I want Barcelona to get through just so we can try and, if we get them, I want, I want, my, I want revenge for 2006. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd love to get Barcelona. Just for that reason alone. But, yeah, yeah anyone could, could go either way. Napoli, yeah, and if Napoli get through, again, we get them. I still fancy us over the two legs. I'm not being arrogant, I'm just saying, going by what we've got, what they're, how they're doing this season. Yeah. Uh, next tie is Inter Milan versus Atletico Madrid. Do you know what we are after the COVID Madrid one, don't we? After the Europe Cup semi final, yeah, another one I want revenge on, yeah. Um, but they get obviously that would be a hard, hard you can you know, whoever you get out of them two games won't be easy games, like you'd have to be at your best, yeah, you still have to be at your yeah. best. Oh, definitely, yeah. You've got Lazio versus Bayern Munich, you expect Bayern to get through that, uh. Like an RB Leipzig versus Real Madrid, and obviously, I fancy Real Madrid, yeah. So really, really, <laughs> looking, really looking at that, as you mentioned, you've got whoever wins the, PS, the, the PSG versus Austria, dad. That'll be a tough, tough fixture for whoever gets down, depending, depending on whoever else gets through. Obviously, Dortmund, I look. It'd be tough if PSV was a knockout Dortmund. You'd fancy yourself against PSV, no matter who you are, with all due respect. Man City will get through, uh, Bayern will get through, Madrid will get through, as in Real Madrid. And the ones that are up in the air, as I say, the ones up in the air, Napoli versus Barca, Inter versus Atletico, um, PSG versus Real Sociedad, the ones that are up in the air. But again, a couple of them you'd fancy yourself on your, on your day, basically. I fancy ourselves if we can get Thomas Partey back fit and back. Yeah, and especially, yeah. I think if if we don't get him back, and then we have, and then I think it's it, it's a much harder contest. Like I think for us to to be able to compete in the semi-finals, we need Partey back in the, in, in the starting lineup, and we need to potentially by the quarter-finals, second leg, Timber back in there as well. Yeah, you got the shots, off the, shots coming in from Gary in the old year today. Ah, uh, you ain't got to worry about me, mate. You ain't got to worry about me. All good, mate. It's when it's when goals go in the other side, mate, that you got to worry about me. <laughs> in the other end. But thankfully, thankfully, you didn't have to worry about, it. and that's that's another, that's another damning, damning, damning indictment. I mean, they had, they had one chance in the first half. Where I thought oh, I wanted to kill Ray at one point in the first half. He, he literally passed oh, it yeah. midfield. But apart from that. I don't, I don't, it, 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 it I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because if, if I go down that rabbit hole, Gary would jump on me and call me a, call me a, a, a hater. <laughs> it was a comfortable <laughs> game of football, but there's bigger fish to fry. Famous last words there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. So, I mean, there's not really gone into the game itself, but it's, what else? What else? What else? I say really, I mean, we didn't really get challenged. We we got the goals we needed to get. This is the key thing we needed going into the game was to score one way or the yeah. other. Not just goals. It was from the attackers, and eventually, I mean, first half was drab. Apart from the goals that happened when they from and they came from Gabriel, it was a very drab first half. The attackers didn't get much much of a look in when they did. They scored it into row fucking Z and what. Fucking mince them sometimes. They took what it 
15 minutes into the second half. Have we got that third goal? 15, 20 minutes, give or take. And then suddenly the t- the t- that came from both. That came from the system in the attack and Jesus, Trossard with the goal. Again, sort of Man United, had, Man United fans had nightmares watching that goal probably because of flashbacks in the season. Um, oh, there you go. Stefan Zappi, Ipswich was equalised against Leicester. There you go. Oh, that's a big old result, isn't it? Big goal. That is a big old result, mate. I think that's coming to the end of its game as well. We're what te- we're in the UK as we're recording this. Need ten to ten at night, so ooh, could be last. Ooh. That could be last bit equaliser. He'd be happy at that one, won't he? Oh yes. That's He'd be happy with that one. Avoided defeat and all that. But going back to us, it's like. It was only from that moment where we started actually opening up, opening up Palace, creating chances, still not taking our dinner until Martinelli came on and anything. Both goals, very Henri esque. I will say that, by the way, the way he opened up his body and just slotted it in the opposite corner. Both. <laughs> um, just, but like we say, this could be the kick up the backside he needed to get himself going again. Do you know? Do you know what we need here? Right, we need someone like we. <laughs> we probably could do it, Martin Eddie, just playing 30, 40 minutes of games, but have someone who can who can give us a really good competition. Who's going to run yeah. run them record for sixty? If you could play Jesus on the left, and he's I, I like Jesus. I thought. Do you know what I thought about Jesus Saturday? Yeah, right. He didn't have an. He didn't have a great game. He didn't even have a even a very oh, good game. It was I, I thought he got better. I, I thought he got better as the game got on. I did actually think he got better as the game got on. Um, and I think he needs a goal, don't he? He needs a goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And the thing I would say is just, I think we saw it against City when we, we obviously, Saka was rested against City, wasn't he, in the season? It was, that's the game he got rested because he wasn't yeah. injured. Yeah, he played right wing. Yeah, he played right wing and he didn't do a bad job. Mate, he didn't he so he's position. Yeah. So play out can he do it game after game out there? That's what you got to ask yourself, isn't it? And um, person, I think a person against, of all due respect to these teams we've had at like Palace this weekend and got Forest coming up, it's worth the risk. But that's against, where I'm, that's against the bigger teams, against the Liverpool's, your cities, and all that home and away. You play your striker up top, but and play Saka, obviously, and all that. You play plays in the position and all that, but against your Palaces, against your Forests, and all that, and. Burnley, Sheffield United of this world, home and away, and all them sort of teams. Risk it, take play a risk, mix it up a bit. Would you play Trossard up top again? I when I would have been when we played him up top this season. Every time we every time we played him in the first nine this season, he gets he gets involved. He, he he's a bit of a nuisance. He scores he scores goals. He puts his body in the line like we saw was it Burnley the Burnley goal he scored threw his body in the, body on the line to make sure that ball went in the net. Does he need just to run a games? I think so. I think he's that's what's lacking. That's why we're not seeing it game in, game out because he's like, he's like in, out. He's in the squad, he's out the squad, he's in the squad, he's out the squad. He needs, like, to be afraid. He's a runner game just to get his levels up and kick on. We saw it at Brighton. When it was weak, when it was, I, know, I know it's different at Brighton because you're guaranteed the minutes of Brighton with all due respect to them. But he was, when he was playing week, he was, when he was playing week in, week out because he's got that match fitness there constantly in runner games. We saw the performances. We saw the we saw the goals and the assists and how he, and how influential he was in that team. And as I say, no, it's different. He can't guarantee him guaranteed minutes all the time, but you can give him run a, a run of games, consistent ones, four, 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 four or five games, maybe six games, and just not see how things go. Because the league, like we've mentioned before, earlier on in the podcast, 
the league is in general a poor standard wise very poor this season in terms of the lesser teams you got, you got your teams up there in terms of us Villa your cities your, your Liverpools um them locked down the road <coughs> I'm trying to think who else down you've got the other, you've got the other teams that's just there like your Newcastles and your Brightons and all that they're fighting for the European the, 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 the conference league and all that spot and all that but them sort of teams are down they're not coming out against us and trying to nip the wins. They're just, like we saw yesterday, they're split, they, as, soon as, as soon as you score a goal against them, they just go, okay, have the three points. Hmm. The only time they'll come up, they'll, they sort of put the fight is if they score first. And that's... Well, that, that's what we that's that's where we run out. That's when we run out of quite, like, run out of answers, don't we, when... When a team scores first and they just then know, yeah, right, do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna literally play that low block and just obviously play four, at least five at the back, if not six or seven. Um mm. and that's why it's so vital that we don't see the first goal um in games. But mm. as it proves, mate, set pieces are a massive part, aren't they? And at times, yet again, we've been we, as I said at the start of the show, we've not really done what we need to do at times with set pieces. I know we've got a good record compared to most um, teams, but when you start looking at how many corners we get per game and free kicks we get per game, like, shocking one. One from Mr Morgan, but shame he's not here at the moment. I'm going to dig him out here. <laughs> so, can you tell me the last time, Ryan, that we scored a free kick? Oh, fucking hell, right. Um, bloody hell. Uh, not this Morgan, where are you? Oh, help. <laughs> Not, last time I can think of, I'm trying to think now. Bloody hell. Last season at some point, maybe. Granite Xhaka. It's Granite Xhaka, I know that much. Got to be. Go on. You, Martin, you Odegaard. Martin, Odegaard. Off. <laughs> Martin Odegaard. Oh, Burnley. Burnley? Is that 2021? 2021, 2021, 2021. Is it, is it away to Burnley? Yep. Hey. Ivan Tony Saturday. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit, there's a bit of a my, sort of my, behavior. Mind you. <laughs> but still. My, mind you, is a controversial one. But <laughs> my question, my, my, what I'm trying to dive in, it ain't about Ivan Tony. I just thought I'd get that little digging on Mr. Morgan. I said, again, I said, I've said this as well when he's been brought up in Russ's like, no, but anyway, I should, I've, said, I've said he scores three kicks as well, Russ. <laughs> three kicks can win games, mate. Three kicks can win games, even if you do move the ball a little bit um, over to the left or right hand side. But do you know what my argument with that is? Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, right, with what he did there, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a bit devious, but do you know what? Sometimes you need that. It weren't like he moved the ball forward, like we've seen teams move balls forward five, ten yards, is it? He moved it. I think, more, I think it's more so he moved it twice and then got the got the old fine. Went... Yeah, it was more that he moved. He, he basically made his own little line as well, but he actually yeah. it didn't actually profit by moving it forwards. He moved it sideways. Um, but that is another that's another area. Why are we why why are we why are we not scoring free kick? Like we we need you need to have that in your team as well. Mm. You need to have that in your team, a free kick taker. And like, yeah, I just find it unbelievable that we don't score many free kicks. 
Yeah, that's mad. Because you think, yeah, right, back in the day, we had oh. Pepe taking free kicks, scoring free kicks. I know, don't get me wrong, not singing up with Pepe and Aubameyang because that strike force and it never cut the mustard whatsoever, even with the, the amount of money they cost. I know Aubameyang scored a lot of goals for us, but it was a big flop, weren't it, like set Pepe and um, Aubameyang together. But we had players that could score free kicks. But at the moment, we ain't got anyone who can take free kick. I want to see, I want to see someone score a free kick for us. Yeah, that's, that's, you'd think that's a free kick. You're stumped, you're actually stumped on that, ain't you? You're stumped. You are actually stumped on that, ain't you? That's, that's actually got me. I, th I didn't think it was that bloody long. Jesus Christ. I can't think of another free kick. And there's yeah. someone else who can tell me about another free kick. I can't think of another free kick. Oh, because that, because free kicks we normally get, even if they're in suiting range, we use it usually as a crossing in or pass it out to someone else. All of a sudden, so it's, you'd think it's that piece was, it's that, it's that piece coaches and all that. Yeah. No, did, did Anyone else can tell you have a free kick? They might know the guard. And I just can't think of one. I can't think of where we scored another one. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on this actually. I don't know if you watched it much of the day. If you, did you, do you know about the controversy that came with the Arsenal fans and that joined that match of the day? Um, in terms of Saturday. in terms of them basically potentially not. We don't know if it's true or not because obviously they're just poke, they could be just plucking it. Uh, thin air basically, but potentially uh, ruining our tactic on set pieces with Odegaard's socks. Oh, I, yeah, I see that. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? Right, they're so infested in us, yeah, right? Yeah. That no other team in the whole Premier League, yeah, right, yeah. would be exploited. No, um, no other team in the whole of the Premier League would be exploited for that. It was just, it was just like I'm sitting and I'm thinking, obviously, I didn't watch it live, like I watched it back about a half hour behind and all that. On the playback, but I was just like, I've seen a, a couple of people mention it on X slash Twitter, and I'm thinking, no, it's, it's probably just over here, actually, it's just Twitter, whatever. I've watched it, and I'm like, they, they actually have. They've actually gone, dug, they're that bored that this. I know it's only two games on Saturday that's gone, but you're that bored, you're that aggravated that we didn't fuck up against Palace. That you've spent hours going out your way to, to potentially fuck up our set piece tactics, basically, by going, Well, if you look at this, every time there was a corner and a certain way it went in, oh, the guy would do this to his sock, he'd do that. And like I say, no other, I've never seen any other team have that nah. much analyzing onto a set piece. It's like it's the backhanded thing of before they build up to that as well. Of, Praising the guy, the set piece coach, praising him. He's been, he's, amazing, he's doing an amazing job since he's come in defensively, offensively. Arsenal have improved. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, by the way, this is a tactic pulling up socks, touching his socks in a certain way. All right, team Scott, mate, <laughs> you know, sorry, just pull up, just pull up Stefan's comment for me about the rant. This, this guy, this guy's obviously been off, off the earth, ain't he? <laughs> I've been I've been found on on shows all all, all over the all, all over the world because of a rant I had the other week. I never do me by the way. Just to be clear, I did not put that video out. Like, <laughs> nah, I did, not, I did not clip it up. I did not send it to anyone. It they clipped it up themselves. He was even on the football channel for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, you could at least come and get my approval first. But yeah, and this guy has a rant in ages. Didn't get my approval even. None of them got my approval. My bloody channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bit of a piss take, isn't it? No one, no one wants to see my celebration against Luton, though. That don't go nowhere. 
apart from on, apart from on my TikTok, they got over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they only want they were they only want us when we're losing. The lot of them. Oh dear! Please yeah, come to that. Please yeah, come yeah, to that. Didn't mention that one, did you? Don't mention that one. I've seen, I've seen your comments today. Arsenal oh, in the chat. Oh, Arsenal win five nil. We're all complaining. <laughs> yeah, you weren't saying that when we beat fucking Newton four three. The Declan scoring the, the last minute winner. And Liam's lost his head in. Then he had his head ripped off by his missus. Nah, I don't want to see that, mate. They just want to see me lose my bits. <laughs> oh, dear. But as I, as I found that completely bizarre, like, as you say, no one, no other couple would have had that sort of deep analysing into their set pieces like that. And that's just really pissed me off, especially when I see it was Alex Scott, an, ex, an Arsenal legend, ex Arsenal player for us, hosting. And she's just, she was, she was egging it on. And the Sky have jumped at it today. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Another reason why I'm thinking. Do you like, really no, think what? there's much in it? Do you think there is no, something I, in it? No, I don't think it is. I think he's just he's on the edge of the box. He's bored. He yeah, he's, sure he's really, yeah, he's just waiting, and he's just waiting. No, <laughs> come on, mate. Wait, I, I'm not having that. Someone doing their socks is going to make a massive impact. No, it's, of all the things to fucking analyze in that game, they decided to touch on him putting his socks up, waiting for a corner to be taken. I've ever seen him. I've ever seen him training up, taking shots, scoring free kicks. Did it, did it, they took more time analysing that than they did actually analysing any of our analysing any of our goals. By the way, mate, no other team would get that scrutiny. I'm telling you, you know it, I know it. All everyone in this in this stream knows it. No other team would get that scrutiny. No, no one. Man City wouldn't get exposed for that. Liverpool wouldn't get exposed for that. Like, it's just unbelievable the links they go to with us to kind of work out to, every bit of detail. <laughs> oh, mate, it's a joke. <laughs> It, it does surprise me much of that as well. But is it, the fact that Sky have then jumped on it, and I'm like, seriously, are we actually, having this, are we actually having this discussion? It's too much detail. I mean, like, come true on, or, man. True or not, just really? But if it, even if it is true, Arsenal, uh, the, the, do they think Arsenal aren't the, our coaches and all that, and the players aren't smart enough to go, oh, well, we're thinking, we're thinking of a new, a new signal? If but, they are, though, fair play to them, do you know what I mean? Because, I mean, obviously worked on Saturday. Yeah, quite literally. That's you know what I was thinking. Out of spite, just out of spite, I'd fuck, I'd, I'd fuck up the media and fuck them up. Think they think, make them think they're right for for one game. Make them think they're right and go. <laughs> Mate, I'd be doing my socks <laughs> up all the time now. Stop doing my laces up and everything. Yeah. Literally, like the, the little the little lacing around their shorts, tied that up, things like that. Set, like the other guy doing all that, undoing it. Just want to tell Stefan you are not getting your your Monday night fix tonight. Touching the toes, kick, kicking thin air, pointing in a certain direction. That's a completely screw of them. Why fuck it? Of one game, but and then yeah, go back, go back, to, and then go back to Liverpool and just do the, the socks again. <laughs> like what player is going to be sitting there looking at all the guys' sock ways? But he's brewing up. Want to try to defend a third piece? <laughs> I love it if they are now, though, mate. It might even force, it might even help us even more moving yeah. forward. You got all yeah. your players looking at Martin Odegaard. Yeah, all, all ten outfield players looking at Odegaard. Ball waxing sleeve, like bang, one nil. <laughs> mate, oh. everyone wants to be, everyone wants to be a clever Trevor, don't they? Everyone wants to be that man. I, 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 I expose this set piece routine. It turns, out of, it turns out it's a lot of bollocks, and not like Alan Shearer said, to clutching at, you're clutching at straws. It's a lot of crap. 
uh, I've had to go on United channels to get my work. Well, that's the, you've had that for the last all last season as well. Get used to it. You're gonna you're gonna still have a lot more pleasure on that one, mate. Gav's old video is disgraceful. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, actually, if you want if you want Arsenal ranting, there's a guy in Spain that that forty year old man in Spain that likes to rant no matter what, win, lose, or draw. <laughs> you want your you want your ranting, that's the place to go, apparently. Apparently my cat just off off radar a minute. Sorry. Apparently my cat's been a knob at the moment. Oh yeah, she's sitting in front of the TV screen. Oh, so I was trying to watch Love Island. Brilliant. I mean, the fact that you miss trying to watch Love Island is a, is a bit concerning. Exactly <laughs> that. You should, you, you should. Oh, here she is. The cat that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you know, I've seen a few of them in my time. Oh dear, got to laugh, you don't you? Right. But yeah, I think we'll wrap this up. We're going, what, just over an hour and a half. I know you've got work in the morning as well. You're just getting back into the swing of things at work. How's that going? Yeah, it's going all right. I'm on a cheeky little phase return at the moment. This last two weeks, I'm doing 10 till 5. So yeah, but um, you got, you got, you got, you got, got good news as well, work wise as well. Last yeah. week, good, good on you for that one. Congratulations oh, cheers, on that one. Got a little, got a little promotion. So yeah, I'm gonna be um in the old big leagues, hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, got got a new role which is gonna be working from home. Um, yeah, looking that's forward cool, to it. Cool. Yeah, so I won't have to go into kind of centres or that anymore. Um, but obviously it's gonna be a change of job role. So yeah, see how it goes. That's gonna be interesting come the summer then. When you got when you got two little ones running around. Well, one running around and one screaming yeah. it. I'll be working in a bar, mate. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I've got to ask you as well. Did the bar? I was going to ask you if the bar survived the, the, the weather this week. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> in work. I was in, I was in work today. Yeah, but one of the girls went to me. She goes, "God, did you see the storms last night?" And she was like, "I was like, yeah." She goes, "Ah." Oh. She said, I think she said to me, like, how's your work roof tiles? I goes, well, I'm not weren't really worried about my roof tiles. I was more worried about my garden bar. <laughs> now, basically, I left one of the windows off, and I've realised, like, halfway through the evening, that literally I had left it off, and I couldn't go out there to put it on because it was awful. It's so mad, it? yeah. So I literally jumped in there, just knocked everything onto the floor and all that. But yeah, everything survived. <laughs> so um, I know. I know everyone would like to know, <laughs> yep. said, especially Mr. Greenwood, the old Benadorn. Yeah, Benadorn is... Part Two will be will be returning come come the spring. Very soon, very soon he'll be returning. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully late March, early April, if the if the weather picks up. If the weather picks up, yeah, I think we've got one more storm apparently coming our way in the next week or so. Apparently, worse right. mild to this or whatever, or worse. I don't know. They say one thing, it doesn't even happen sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's good news as well in terms of that survived. Obviously, promotion, um, Arsenal win five nil. You're back at the yeah. games. What more do you want? Ain't been a bad week, is it? <laughs> all in all, it's like the signs were there, weren't they? From the from the news that you got from your work, and it's just week by the day by the day, it's just got better and better. Yeah, it comes in freeze. Wonder what the third thing is. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Man City finally get punished. <laughs> That'd be the best thing, wouldn't that it, guys? Would, that, that would be the third, actually. <laughs> that would be the great third. Man City finally punished. Oh dear. Amazing though, but before we before about before I actually do go and all that, 
amazing how suddenly we're getting driplets of information on that. Because of the backlash the Premier League are getting, because they're going after Everton again. They're going after, they're going after Forest, smaller clubs, with all due respect, compared to City at the moment. I think and that now, pretty much is going to run into next year, into the year after, got, isn't it? When you've got the government in Westminster calling the Premier League and meetings and saying, what's going, what's going on with Man City? Why not Why not going after them? Why has that not been dealt with yet? And when that, we're suddenly getting triplets. When that's happening, you've got to be asked a question. <coughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, we've got a dating mark. We've got a dating place, but it's not. We can't tell you. And all these yeah. Man City fans. By the way, the Man City fans have really exposed themselves this weekend because obviously their CEO has quit. CEO has quit and gone to Manchester United, the other side of Manchester. Mm, that's interesting. Oh, and he's all on, on the all the big Man City fans out there, Steve, the Steve Man City fan, and all that lot. Oh, wait until he gets exposed for being part of this 115 charges when he gets when he gets charged for this and he's part of it. Dennis is laughing and all that. Well, you just you're basically saying that you've done what you're being accused of. Then, as fans, you're saying that yeah, and what? So, brace yourself to your relegation and the into the to the, the non-league become the new Rangers of England. There's no smoke without fire, is there? With that one, no, it's going to get messy. And yeah, hopefully, it's gonna get... if the Premier League want a. Again, it's all well and good proving a point against the lesser things, with all due respect. But he was bound, and that's what that's how he's been titled, leaving and going to. So don't start with that bollocks. Um, the guy, but to really ram home that they're taking this seriously, this whole FFP situation in England seriously, they need to go after City. If they don't, if they let City go off on this. I don't think they will. But if they did, think... the backlash will be immense. Yeah. Every couple will be like, well, fuck you then. We're going we're gonna to just go boom, 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 spend our own money then. Because what are you going to do? Cause you... But this is why I don't think they can. I don't. I think I think this is... Like, don't get me wrong. It's not good for Forest or whatever. But at the end of the day, yeah, right? even with them, there's no smoke about fire. If you're getting, if you're getting charged for, for... for You're getting charged with yeah. points. You've done something wrong. But I've, I've, I've always stated, I think what's happened to Everton and what's going on with Forest... The league cannot whatsoever avoid letting City off. And I think if they're found guilty of a lot of charges, I think they will be. I think they will be expelled from the Premier League. I think they could face a a relegation. I actually do think that. I actually think that because of what they're punishing Everton for, yeah, right, that that they would put on one charge. Yeah, exactly. They would put themselves in so much jeopardy in terms of court lawyer cases a lot if they didn't act, if they didn't act on Man City. So I think they have to. I think they have to. Where it's going to get messy is though Man City can have all the top lawyers from all the way around the world and all that fight in their corner. And that's why. Like I know people are sitting there and going, Oh, well, why have not Man City been done yet? This is big. This is massive. This ain't yeah. Because the whole thing, this is absolute massive. That needs to that can have a full investigation, and it is frustrating. But do you know what? I wouldn't want to win a league yet, right? Because they've had a thirty point deduction in the same season. Because we'd never hear the end of it. I want them banished out of the league if it's true, banished out of the league, and then if you win a league, then well, they they weren't they weren't part of the competition. What I don't want yeah. is for them to be like ten points clear, get a thirty point deduction, and you win the league because of that. Because it's it's such an it, mate. It's, them, yeah. it's tainted, mate, and you'd never hear the end of it. You'd never hear the end of it from from their from, from fans. Or it won't even be their fans. It'd be the likes of Liverpool fans. Rivals. 
Chelsea fans, Tottenham fans. Do you know what I mean? Because no one really knows a Man City fan. Overall, no one really knows a City fan. No. So no. I think that, I, I think that they've got to do something, mate. I, there's, it's it's too big for them not to do something, and they'll just if they didn't do something, mate. Everton likes a Forest would have them would have their lawyers in there straight away. Yeah, but don't don't expect it for another year or two. But the, does this mean it is a strange move that he's gone from Man City to Man United? It is very strange. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a that's like a massive fu basically to, to to the current lot of Man City's previous his previous employers basically. They either get found not guilty. Me, think, if they get found not guilty, right? Or, then that that's the only way I see them getting out of it. They get found not guilty. Um, of what anything. Sorry, what was it? Uh, Tottenham was it not a couple of years back? They went to Juventus and took their took their guy, their main guy from uh, Juventus in terms of in the board and all that. Took him on. You know, like seven eight months later, he got found guilty of uh, the bribery situation and the financial stuff that went off last year. And then suddenly he was, he's been banned from football, so they've had to sack him off. Mm, you look back now, it's like. Maybe he this could be a repeat of that again. Imagine that, Jesus. Man Knight would know what's going on in the background. I wouldn't, well, they won't know what's going so on. It's in the background, glazes, man Knight wouldn't it's, speak. It's, it's the Glazers, come on. Yeah, true. Look at the owners. <laughs> You'd <don't> have <laughs> to think that Man Knight wouldn't put themselves in that kind of jeopardy. But then again, like you said, Man Knight have not really covered themselves in glory for, since Ferguson's left. We've been totally on the show. It's an interesting uh, one, isn't it? Yeah, Chief. Chief Operating Mac Officer. Well, whatever, same, pretty much the same thing. Whatever, I don't really care. In that side of things, it's like, it, it happened, it, it did do it, it went down, it's gone down the route, it's gone down. Jones is in the chat as we're about to wrap up as well. Big up, Jones. Oh, dear. But, um, yeah. Just, as is, I, think you're, I, think you're, I think you're onto something there in terms of the. It's got. They've got. They can't get away with this because of what's happened. Otherwise, everyone will, yeah, will, will be the ones taking take to take the take the penalty <coughs> court. Jesus Christ! It'd be an interesting one, though. Where would they if they did get banished out of Premier League? Where would they get relegated? Because I remember the Rangers. They got relegated to Division Three. The, the, the lower, the literal bottom tier of Scottish football. Yeah, they had to work bottom their way up that way. And we, that's a, they couldn't even, they couldn't, they couldn't even stay as Rangers as it was. They had to go into administration and re, and come back as a new company. So it's like Rangers PLC, whatever it is nowadays. Stefan have more idea about it in the chat. But I, I don't think that's ever five year transfer. Like I'm, I think it should be relegated. Like that that amount of charges. If you get found guilty for that amount of charges, like you've got to be, you've got to be punished severely. Yeah. yeah. If they get a, if they get done for every single time, so that's 115, like you say, they've got to be non literally relegated to non-league football administration. Set up the owners have got to set up things like that. Things have got to be put in place so that they can't keep the players they've got going down to that level to get themselves. They're going to have to work that like they to work their way back up and rebrand and all that. I do feel sorry for the fans. Like, don't get me wrong, they've had it good over the last few years, you know. But like, there you go. 
Imagine that was our club. <laughs> You'd be absolutely fuming, wouldn't you? You would be fuming deep down and worried. Like if you found if, oh, if, yeah. if it happened to us, I'd be abs. You'd be like gutted, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, you'd be as a fan. You'd be distraught because everything, especially in the you'd be let down. City, you'd be let down by the people running that club. Yeah, you'd be let down. But everything you've witnessed for the last since twenty twelve, that twenty twelve league title onwards, is tainted from the get go. Innocent until proven guilty. It's all goes back to when they came in. The second they came in, this is where fight goes back. But yeah, like Jody says, stick him in the Scottish League. That's punishment enough. <laughs> Send us Scotland and never return. Oh, I watched watch that last Celtic Rangers game. The quality was shocking. Don't get me wrong, it's a good game of football to watch. But Jesus, mate. I didn't do the live stream for it. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised the way football is, right? That we've never they've never tried to break into our legs. Even they started from the bottom. There was talk, wasn't there, about 15, there was talk about 15, 20 years ago, wasn't there, that they wanted yeah. there, was, there was talk of it. Never never materialised since then. But especially what happened with Rangers then afterwards. The, the, the quality of that league just... Then but, toilet, yeah, man. people said to me, well, they wouldn't, do, they wouldn't do anything, but they would do something because, obviously, someone like Celtic got 60,000 stadium, do you know what I mean? Patriotic fans, they would build a decent team, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would eventually build a decent. I'm not saying they're going to win Premier Leagues, but they would have they would have a decent decent Premier League side. Look at look at these teams over the years that have never been in Premier League. Have come up to Premier League with the parachute payments, be it by the playoffs or automatic promotion, and they go they go down get because they're the parachute payment. They go down for one season. They can come back up and they invest that money they got from the pre parachute payments, but also TV money and all that. And they've suddenly gone from a bang average. Team championship team to a team that's too good for that league that can comp- now go, come back and compete. Look at what it Burnley under Sean Dice when Sean Dice first came up. He he, he sacked that season off. He went, Well, we are we are what we are. It, it, we're here for the experience. Come and we'll come back. Went down, came, went down, invested the money, came back, and then spent the next six, seven years plus in a, as a Premier League club before they went down again. We're seeing this, we're seeing it this season of Leicester City because they. Yeah. Because they've, you know, they've gone down, they've, they've been able to keep, because of the structure they've had in place, they've been able to keep a good chunk of their players that did go down. Still a couple of players, but go, let's keep a chunk and show they're too good for So they've got to score that's too good for the league. So they'll come back up, no problem. Yes. But was it Luton? I mean, I know Luton aren't, I mean, the Luton squad in general is pretty much a championship side as it is. But they would stay up. Even though they went down, they came. They could come back. They can invest that money and come back up because it's parachute payments. Because they went, they came up from the the uh, playoff final. They came up from what was the uh, what was it? Uh, not the Forest. I know that. I know that we've mentioned the the old situation there in FFP. But they've come up. They've they owners invested money. They've got. They went from having the championship squad coming up to a team that's can do it. If it, if it had the right infrastructure, could do could be a mid-table club now with the players they've got. They've got some decent, bought some decent players. These young talent like Morgan Gibbs, what he's kicked on. They've got uh, Hudson and Doy. They've just bought in as well. I mean, I think they need to improve their goalkeeper situation. I tell you what, though, you thank, you for, thank you for for that one. When you look at the Forest uh, situation, yeah, last year, 
he done a bloody good job, Cooper, to keep them up, mate, when you think about the amount of players mm. that they brought into that side and he had to manage and bring them into the club. Because that's not easy to bring 20-odd players into a club, is it? Get them, get them to settle down and, and play Premier League football and win games. Ain't, that ain't yeah, easy. That ain't no, easy. Especially when that club... No, especially when that club as well has hadn't been in the hadn't been at the top flight for twenty three years, mm. and he and the squad that he came up with had no experience whatsoever in this league. It was a completely new, well, not just a generation of fans, but the entire squad himself, and he had to rely on his owner to get bring certain players in. I think. Uh, was it Kevin uh, Navas? Even though he, he, he it was clearly past it, but because of the experience, he did a job. Um, and it's just brought, they brought, they brought in, even though they bang average players in terms of uh, um, oh, former Tottenham lad. Oh, oh yeah, they brought players like Kim in and things like that. But to to stay up in the first season back with all that with over forty odd players or whatever it was, fair play. I mean, you can't take, you can't take that away from him. Or the club in general, and I think I think I think in, no matter what happens, unless they get a stupidly insane fine, not fine points deduction, I think they'll be fine because they've got a, they've got a manager now. I think Nuno Spirito Santo is a good a good appointment for them. I think with the players they've got, I think you know, ever wonders. He's, he, again, he knows Morgan Gibbs White. He's got Callum Hudson and Doyle. He can work with a, Anthony Alango. He can get a tune out of long term. We saw what he did with Wolves. Yeah. And that, was, and that was on the Portuguese budget, basically, on the, on the Portuguese book, book uh, little black book. This is more international. This one is so. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll start kicking on now. And like you say, going back, what was your point more about Rangers and Celtic? It just proves the point of if they were to be in the Premier League, and he gave them that money, suddenly the players they used the, once upon a time, the players they used to have once upon a time, the, the Henrik Larsons, the Petrovs, John Hartsons, Chris Sutton. Gaza, you like the play, the, the players of that ilk, they'll be able to attract again. It won't be these, these bang average League One Championship players that they've got now currently. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Like when you think about the nineties, that the players they did have in that league. That's some really good players. Even the start of the two thousands, weren't it? They had like good players in that league. Like, but when you look at it now, it is pretty much Championship standard football. And that's and that's only talking about the top two teams. Like yeah. you get down the bottom end of the table, you're talking about League Two. If you're lucky, yeah. Yeah, League One and League Two, if you're lucky. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> but the, I think the time passed, didn't it? Like we said, that was like fifteen years ago they were talking about Scottish teams coming in over to the Premier League. Like it would only be the two teams anyway, but it would literally be you'd have yeah. to mix the whole league up, wouldn't you? You just scrap the Scottish league. Mm-hmm. But well, I say, it's, no, it's Scottish team, it's Scottish league. league. That's what it is. You'd have Scottish league, like you know, like you're doing well. So I know we've got lots of Swansea, Cardiff. Um, we still got a Welsh league, don't like There's still a Welsh league, so you still, mm. see, you still see the Scottish league, and it's just be, it's just never have no attention on it, basically. Because the only thing it would do. The only thing good it would do there is it'd make it more competitive for French Scottish teams to go for titles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I ain't gonna well, change it. Different, different, yeah, yeah I, was, I was going to avoid this, but um Jonesy's just being Jonesy's to have to mention that name and I'm I'm not gonna go into it into it, but have you heard about 
this with Nuno Tavares. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it because, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Just leave it. <laughs> just, just leave it. It's a bit, uh, Let's just leave that one. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it in the tenner. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I'm going to be on that comment. Jesus Christ. Leave it in the tenner. Anyone, anyone listening, back, listening back on this at this point, I only debate on don't, football. Don't, do not Google, and I repeat, do not Google uh, Nuno Tavares. Don't. Please don't. Don't do it, Gary. If he you said don't it. do it. <laughs> Gary can do it. Gary, Gary, I love it. Oh, Gary is now. He's got his head in, he's got his head in, the, head in the sink. <laughs> yeah. I know United States what ain't losing a game. Oh, dear. Uh, that they say that when when Emma Hayes goes there, yes, definitely. If you start screwing that up, um, but apart from that, we're gonna wrap things up now, though. We, about 15, like Hartney, 20 minutes after I said I was gonna wrap this up, but still, anyway, thanks again, Liam, for coming on and all that short notes, no, but appreciate it. Go, I think you go and get some uh, some sleep and rest and all that because uh, you know, you are getting back into work, so I don't want to keep up too long, but um. Yeah, to say thanks and everyone else in the chat, thank you. Be it from Liam's Liam's side of things in terms of his his Twitter or his YouTube channel, or from my side of things and all that, all the regulars and this that, and the other have merged in. Massively do appreciate it. and all the listeners as well. Thank you as well for the listening and all that. We are company number five in the world of Arsenal podcasts, audio wise. In the, as I say, in the world, in the top in the top five company as I last looked. So we are going up in an esteemed company, as you, as you uh, would think. But um, yeah. we push off on that number one, one way or the other. We'll get there eventually. Um, in terms of the sh- in terms of going forward this week, I'm tweeting uh, Wednesday. We're back on Wednesday, Wednesday night, seven o'clock kickoff. So about quarter to seven, twenty to seven, we're going to go live. Arsenal versus Reading in the County Cup last group game, to just to solidify our top spot basically from the group. Again, as I say, away to Reading, we'll win, probably will win that comfortably. But we're going to do a live watch along for that. And on Thursday, Andrew will be back with her with her panel on Thursday for the All Arsenal podcast, where we concentrate fully on more so on our academy, which had a nightmare at the weekend. By the way, if you know, you know. I'm not going to go into that. It's boring. I think if you don't know, but we had a bit of a nightmare academy wise. And yet, the old FA Youth Cup, no final this year, Liam. At no. all. Sadly, and. Uh, I think now, and, and but mainly we focus on the women on the first, on the, the women's team, and had a good is a, a, a win. It's a three points first WSL game back. Got the win. That's more important than anything. Keep the pressure on Chelsea. And see what happens there. But Chelsea did their thing. But anyway, so to concentrate, there'll be there'll be really the Angela and her panel will be going back on Sunday's game, touching on that. But also what happens to that, whatever happens from the Wednesday game as well. So do keep an eye out for that on Thursday and then on, I'm trying to think now, no men's football this week because it's again FA Cup weekend for so Arsenal not, not, are not in the FA Cup this weekend. So I might do a neutral watch long, depending on what games are being picked. I don't even know what games are being picked for the FA Cup the weekend, to be honest. I've not paid attention, if I'm being brutally honest there. Sunday... Uh, apart from Sunday, but Sunday I have to do a watch on because it's the WSL. But that's, again, that's women, but the women's team. But yeah, probably have the weekend. We have to Saturday off or something because it's like, the same. It's FA, it's FA Cup is like not in it now, so it's just like until it gets to the final stages, like 
do a lot of focus on that now. Um, oh, so yeah, that's Sunday. So Sunday, I'm trying to think. Sunday is a later kickoff. It's a four o'clock, four thirty kickoff. I think gets Liverpool away. Chance to chance to avenge opening day defeat and get our get our own back there and see if we can stick stick them up, stick it on uh, Liverpool this time around with a more more rounded squad compared to what we had an opening week. I've got Viv back, got Beth back, got Russo starting firing all cylinders, Steena, Black Stenius, you name it. But uh, so we've got that. And any other news we'll get in the meantime in terms of got transfers and all that, we'll keep updated on that. But apart from that, Liam, what you Liam, what have you got coming up on your channel this week? Yeah, I've got a show I've got a show on I've got a show on Thursday night, so just a bit of a um review again on the game, but I'll be kind of hosting it, so it'd be obviously what guest views. Um and then pretty much I ain't really got I as you've just said, it's a FA Cup weekend, so we're pretty much off. So um I think I'll just kind of enjoy my weekend if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Um I've got no interest in the FA Cup now. No, that's what I'm saying. No interest. Actually, I'd like to watch Maidstone. I want to watch Maidstone United and see how they do against against the mighty, the mighty Ipswich. Oh, maybe we might just dream that, Stefan boy. Oh. As long as it doesn't clash with the girls on Sunday, it's, it's, I'll have a look. No, at I think, let's, let's, let's have a look now, right? Let's have, let's have a quick, quick look here, right? It's when that is. Because I'm a big old Mason fan that day. Let's have a quick look just quickly. One sec. Oh, bloody hell. Um, I've got a feeling. It's definitely on TV. Oh. Will Stefan, Stefan be able to confirm it's on TV or not? It's, it's 12.30 on Saturday. Oh, that'd be it's got to be on TV then. It's on 12 Just which TV companies took them on? That must be ITV, I would say. Fuck it, you know what? Fuck. You, if you're up for it, we'll, we'll do it. Well, oh, I think that, just for, for the, yeah, for the potential upset. Well, do you know what? Sarah's <laughs> working Friday night, so she'll be asleep Saturday. Um, see what I can work out. If I can get Bobby asleep, then yeah, I'll be up for it. Yeah, cool. We'll sort that out any other time. Cool, 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 cool. It wouldn't shock me. No, it wouldn't shock me. Chris saying Liverpool are the best club in the Would it shock you that I want it switch win against Maidstone? You got uh, Richard in the chat says Reading might be off as they had to postpone their match at the weekend due to illness. I'll be so fucking all that will. Jesus Christ. If you, don't beat, if you don't beat, if you don't beat, if you don't beat Maidstone, mate, there's a problem. There will be a, <laughs> actually. To be fair, if they do lose to a Maidstone, I reckon there'd be a Stefan meltdown. Look, I'll purposely if that happens, I'll purposely join the club, put a link in the chat for Stefan to get his ass on it. <laughs> Long time coming, that one, mate. Long time coming. <laughs> Uh, Tom's up for it. He says, anything for, for some more coin gathering? Yeah, and hopefully I'll get all the stuff sorted as well. All the sound bites and all that, the Liam screams and shouts and God knows what. Oh, dear. Apart from that, though, yeah. Okay, we'll sort that, we'll sort that out the other time in terms of the Saturday one. But yeah, Sunday, girls, uh, we played Liverpool, so we'll cover that. 
Liam's doing his thing on Thursday. Do go over and check that out as well. Give him a sub, a sub as well if you can. Um, even follow him on t- fucking hell, Twitter. X, what I'm going to call it nowadays. What is your... Is El Smuggo, isn't it? At, yeah, El Smuggo. Uh, Just follow that, that, that name there. The smug bastard himself. Yeah. He's been very unsmug <laughs> over Christmas. <laughs> very unsmug. <laughs> You made up from what pictures I saw. You made up for it. On oh, there was, co- there was cocktails a lot on Saturday night, mate. Cocktails a lot. Yeah. I will say that who, whoever's pouring the pints needs to have a word of themselves and retrained because there was a lot of head. Yeah, there was a lot of head on that. For, there was a lot of head on that. Very foamy. A Guinness Very would have been proud that much head. I'll tell you. <laughs> Absolute die, but I could get some cocktail glasses as well, couldn't I? Even if they were plastic, bloody hell! Yeah, I know that. Bloody, yeah, Jesus. Where was this as well? Where was this one? You went, Good old Coronet. Recording, was it? Yeah, it was now, that. Ah, oh. because it's been taken over, isn't it? So now they've got music in there. So like playing all Arsenal songs in there. It is a bit weird because obviously, if you know, it's a web, it's always been a weather spoon. So. It's gone from that yeah. to having music. You can hardly hear anyone. You can't talk to anyone because the music's so loud in there. You'd think they'd turn it off on the match days. Jesus. I heard the other week. They didn't do it this week. They played the old controversial Ashley Cole song in there. Oh. I, I, I thought that was well controversial. That was fucking brave. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was well controversial, especially nowadays. Yeah. Especially, yes, he does it. We, we we fucking made him. He does it. You know, he, he acts like with with a scum. On, on the, oh, we even play bass. some. He ain't irrelevant of a song nowadays. Yeah, but yeah. On that note, we are out of here. I'll see you yeah. all soon. What we'll go, we'll be up in about half hour, guys. Take care of yourselves. And hopefully, we'll see you on Wednesday. If not, yourselves on Thursday. Either on here or on Neil's channel. As always, take care of yourselves. And up, as always, up the Arsenal. Come on, you guys.